My name is Aiden Carney. So known as Turtle Boy. He is a senior editor for Turtle Boy Daily News. I'm a big fan. So we've broken hundreds of stories uh, that the mainstream media won't touch. From blogger in Massachusetts who's getting to the bottom of this better than anybody. Why is it Turtle Boy that is covering such important issues? Where is the rest of the media? You need to not say that you are going to take my baby out of revenge and make him a transgender baby. Stop it. Don't you want to ask some questions? I know you do. I do. I know you do. People don't like the things that I say and want me to stop saying them, but I won't. I'm never going to stop. These are the kind of stories that must be told. Yo, what's up, turtle people? How's everyone doing out there tonight? Good, good, excellent. Welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. I'm a couple of minutes late. My New Year's resolution was to always be promptly on time at nine o'clock, but sometimes shit happens. Um, actually, my daughter's upstairs. She's just like, uh, her mom's gonna be home in a few minutes, so she's like, I want, but she should be fine. She's just watching TV. She's good. So I'm like, you can come down and be on my show if you want. But uh, hold on, I'm trying to fix this. Goddamn thing. No other way. Other way. There. Yeah, that works. Yeah, good enough. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, yeah, fashionably late. Uh, anyway, guys, so uh, welcome to the live show. That's actually really going to piss me off. I got to change that. Hold on. We're going to fix that. Other way. No, other way. We'll go this way. Okay. Nope. We're going to fix this. It's going to annoy me the whole show if I don't do it. And then we'll do this. We'll do this situation like that. And then, nope. But then that stupid corner over there. Hold on, we're gonna get this. You know, how about this? Do some of this action. Yeah, that works, right? No, but then we got this thing. Oh god, oh for fuck's sake. You know what? I'm gonna let this happen for a second. Hold on. All right, we're going with that. We're sticking with it. It's annoying, but it is what it is. Anyway. Uh, welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're new here, do me a favor. Go ahead and smash that subscribe button. We do this every Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. Actually, oh, it's really annoying. Hold on. How does that do? How about that? No. That. Actually, that works. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's much better. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, we do this every Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. And we do impromptu lives too. So make sure you smash that notification bell because you're going to want to get notified when we do an impromptu live. You never know when that's going to be. I almost went live today for that call, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to uh, do it and tape it and whatever. So yeah, make sure you do that. Uh, I've gone ahead and I've shared this link to the various social media pages that we run. By the way, you can call me Aiden or Clarence or Unc. People call me Uncle Turtle Boy sometimes. Or you can call me Doctor. I really like that. Dr. Turtle Boy. That's my Twitter account at Dr. Turtle Boy, D-O-C-T-O-R Turtle Boy. Because um, if Jill Biden's a doctor, I'm definitely a doctor. My Facebook is Clarence Woods Emerson. That's my personal account. You can follow that. You can also follow the main business page, Turtle Boy. Just search Turtle Boy on Facebook. It'll come up. Instagram, we are at Turtle Boy underscore daily underscore news. Uh, you know, 
find us pretty much anywhere. Uh, we're supposed to, I thought I was streaming on rumble. Did it not go through? Did I screw something up? Now oh, I'm going to have to freaking upload this to rumble tomorrow. Okay. So I guess it's not on rumble. All right. Oh, and we don't hold on. I also got to get the, uh, turtle chat. I'm all over the place tonight. Hold on. I'm going to upload the turtle chat right now in the comments. Turtle chat. I know I'm slacking tonight, guys. My bad. All right. I'm going to pin this. Pin message. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Did I freeze there? No, we're good. All right, so if you like the program and you want to donate uh, and you want to use the super chat function like you do on other cool YouTube channels, you can't hear because we're banned for life from using that because we had the wrong opinions a couple of years ago about a certain president's uh, vaccine mandates. I was against it. Uh, my body, my choice kind of situation. Hold on. Now this fucking shadow is going to get to me. How about this way? What happens if I do this? Okay, but then I disappeared. No, that's not good. We don't want that. Can we get like a happy medium? Then there's a shadow. All right, whatever. Okay, I'm just going to get used to that. All right, anyway. Um, so yeah, if you if you like the program and you'd like to donate, we built our own donation platform. You click at the link at the top. It's called Turtle Chat. You can donate whatever amount of money you want. When you do that, I will get an email notification and I will be able to read the message that you sent uh, via your turtle chat. So let me see if I don't have any yet because I didn't put it up. So if you do that, I'm also on Cash App at dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. That way I'll get a notification on my phone if you choose to do it that way. Okay. So um, anyway, without further ado, let's just jump right into it, shall we? Uh, the I called the Norfolk Superior Courthouse today and I shared a video of it earlier and a recent blog that I did a couple hours ago. If you didn't see it, I'm going to bring it up here. Give me one moment, and we'll bring it up. Okay, cool. Oh, we already got one. We got a $10 cash app here from Lucane Butterballs. Sends $10 for Chris Albert's, uh, let's see. Chris Albert got pink socked by John Connolly's belt. Okay. Uh, and yeah, thank you. By who? By whose belt? P what's pink socked mean? I don't even know what that means. But thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. It's a $10 I don't know. Okay. Let me play this. So here's the deal. So last we talked on Friday or on Saturday, we were reading the two motions from Karen Reed's attorneys to one motion was in opposition to the Commonwealth's motion for a gag order. They want to gag the defense. The other one was a much more, you know, headline grabbing motion. And that would be the motion to ask judge Canoni to recuse herself as judge in this case. And we went all over that. It was a really thorough, I thought well put together, well argued motion. Uh, it doesn't happen very often because, uh, but then again, we've never seen a case this ridiculous, have we? There's a reason this case is grabbing so many people's attention. And it's not because you're stupid, which is what they want you to believe. They want you to think they're like, oh, you're just doing this because you're stupid. You've all been brainwashed, right? 
Karen Reed is a master manipulator and she's hired some really fancy pants attorneys and they've manipulated all of us, including me. Like I'm, I'm their henchmen that they pay money to just regurgitate the lies and the conspiracy theories. And this is what they do. And the, they will gaslight you and tell you that, no, no, you're crazy. Cause you, you believe in conspiracy theories. What are you a nine 11 truther? Do you, what do you believe in that? Uh, it was all a big hoax. Do you believe that, you know, how many you QAnon? that's what they're going to try to throw you in the same group as, but you're not crazy. You're not. You're just, you're, you're, you're like, there's too many of us uh, and people who are intelligent people who I'm talking about lawyers, not all lawyers, but uh, a lot of attorneys, well-educated people look at this case and they realize that no, 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 I'm not stupid. My eyes can see what they see. I'm not a medical examiner, but I can look at autopsy photos of somebody who has two eyes literally coming out of his face, a gash in the back of his head. And uh, cuts up and down his arm and scratches up and down his right arm, only in his right forearm, no other arms or appendages, just his arm. And I could look at that and be like, you know what? I don't think Alexis did that. I just, I don't think Alexis did that. Now you don't have to be a trained scientist or a lawyer to understand that, that something's up there. Something's going on. And it, it's all starting to make sense now with Canoni because she's been on this case for almost a year now. And you're like, why, like, why is Lally, why did Lally think he could get away with this the whole time? And why did Michael Morrissey think they could get away with this the whole time? And it's because the, the, the fix was in. They knew they had Canoni. They knew she was never going to leave. They knew that ultimately she is the RAJ, the regional, was it associate justice? I don't even know, but she's in charge or administrative justice. She's in charge of all this. And they knew that she could tap in whenever they want. They got her in the bag. I don't know what they have on her. But clearly it's something and she's not an honest person. And that's when we're going to play some uh, videos of a woman on TikTok who I don't know her real name. I feel like she should. I don't know what her name is. Um, maybe she could say what her name is. Uh, I've, I've invited her. She goes by note my objection. Um, she she we, we've spoken to her before on I think Facebook or Instagram. One of our admins did. And I, I'm like, yeah, invite her on. And she declined. Uh, but she did seem like she agreed with us for a while there. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But for now, I want to talk about how these two motions that we talked about on Saturday and they were filed, right? They're unprecedented. At least the second one was. And so this has caused a lot of people to be like, wow, that's pretty drastic. That's pretty crazy. But the craziest part is that they're not even up. You can't even read them. Why? Like they're literal. Like just when you thought these people couldn't get any shadier, they're like, "Oh yeah, watch, watch this, watch what we do here." And despite what you know, TikTok attorneys tell you, it's not actually normal. Like none of this is fucking normal. And the people that are telling you it's normal are doing it because they might have to practice law in front of Judge Canoni one day. That's that's uh, you know that's why they're doing it. Spoiler alert. It's not because they think it's right or wrong. It's because they real like the whole concept of judges in this country and in the state like is a problem because they're kind of kings and they can do whatever they want with no consequences. And they make it so that like skilled litigators now have to kiss their ass and have to worry about what they'll do to them. If, if you don't say the right thing about them. So anyway, 
so let's read here. Uh, so basically, they didn't get uploaded to the the file. So I, uh, it didn't get uploaded to Mass Courts. Uh, I ch- I checked all weekend. It was not on there. So Monday morning comes around, and next thing you know, it's uploaded. I checked at like eight fifty, I think, and it was on there. I'm like, oh shit! Download that. I go, but only one of the two motions was only the motion to recuse was up there, not the motion in opposition to the gag order. So I checked two hours later to see if the gag order one's up and it's just not there. All like, it's just not there altogether. So I click on the other one, the motion to recuse. And all I see is a white line. I mean, uh, just a line looks like the, the, the hair on Karen Reed's quarter panel that lasted stayed on there for a hundred miles during a snowstorm. So yeah, uh, the human here is a human here. So it's obviously must be John O'Keefe's and it must be from when she murdered him and not when they lived together all the time. So she obviously like, that's what happens when you kill someone. One piece of hair stays on the quarter panel and a small shard of glass. And that's like, Ooh, case closed. (laughs) Mic drop must be guilty. Must be a murderer. Anyway, uh, so that was all that was on there. And so I'm like, okay, what the, f-? so they're, they're, they're being accused of being so shady. And there's literally a motion on file that asks the judge to recuse herself for being extremely shady. And then what happens? They take it down. The only person, the only person with the authority to take that down is judge Canoni herself. It's her, it's her court. She is the one that ultimately has the authority to take that down. Now, according to the Attleboro Sun Chronicle, she just wasn't working yesterday because fuck it. Why would you work on a Monday? She, why, you know, she's making a lot of money as a judge. She's a, got a lifelong position there as a hack. Why would you come into work on Monday? It's not like you have fucking work to do or you have like an important job or anything like that. Just don't fucking go. Maybe she's sitting at home working on her response to the 76 day old motion to compel that David Unetti filed on April 26th. Maybe, maybe she's doing that. Maybe she's doing her homework. I don't know. But anyway, uh, so I call up the courthouse and I'm like, well, let's get some answers to this. Let's, let's find out what's going on. And just when you thought they couldn't possibly be any shadier, they go and do that. So let me play my phone call here with the courthouse. And let's keep in mind, like Canoni right now isn't even on criminal sessions. She's only on, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, civil sessions. Yeah, hi. This line's recorded. Um, I, I have a question. I'm not being recorded. Thank you very much. But I just have a question. Stop right there. So this woman, whoever this woman is, okay, Miss government employee. Uh, I don't know if you know how this works, dear, but you are a public servant. You don't have the option to not be recorded. I don't want to go full Abrams or anything like that, but I don't want to be recorded. Tough fucking shit. Tough shit. I mean, by the way, where the fuck is Abrams and these people, what he could be useful on something. Oh, he's down in Connecticut bothering innocent people at town hall or some shit. Anyway, that woman, I called her the first time and I'm like, this, I'm going to, this call is recorded. She's like, I don't want to be recorded. I'm like, well, 
too bad. I'm, I'm recording you. And then she hung up and it, it happened twice. That was the third time I called right there. So now she's expecting me. So now she's expecting me and she immediately transfers me. Cause it's like when I, if I went down to the courthouse, I could walk into Norfolk superior uh, courthouse, the clerk's office. And I could go up and, and with a camera and just film that woman in there. And there'd be nothing she could do about it. So it's like the same. Why can't I record you on the phone? You're at work. What, what do you think? This is a secret. I don't give a shit if you consent. Anyway, any place, let's, let's watch this video. Watch what happens. About this. So she, so she hung up. She hung up on me. She didn't want to talk. Hello. We're going to get to that, EC. Yeah, hi, this line's recorded. Um, okay, I'm going to send you to the clerk, so um, one second. Oh, they're, they're sending me to the big guy, the clerk, the Norfolk County head clerk, Jim McDermott, big shot. He'll take care of this. Jimmy's on it. Jim McDermott? Yes, hi, this line's recorded. Um, I just... Sure. Hi. Um, so That's the other one, there, she hung up on me after I said I was recording, and I'm not sure why. I, this is a public line. I probably because you were recording. She didn't want to be recorded. Well, probably because she's record. Like, no, the correct. This is maybe Josh Abrams has a purpose. Like, it doesn't matter if she doesn't want to be fucking recorded. Jim, teach your employees this. They work for us. We can record them whenever we want to, as long as they're at work. You fucking imbecile god these people really have no idea how the first amendment works like absolutely none so anyway back to this well i mean she's a public servant at work i could walk into the clerk's office and begin recording anyway but <sighs> but anyway um I'm, I'm the reason i'm calling you today is because uh, i'm a reporter and i'm looking at the uh docket for the karen reed trial and uh -huh. and uh, i've noticed that there's the motion for recusal um uh -huh. it, it's it's no uh -huh. longer there when you click on image my mask courts. Yeah, it was. It was. Ne it was never there. It was okay, there for so, two hours. I got it yesterday, but it's not there now. Okay, so let, it was never there. Okay, well, let's stop right there. We caught him in one lie right there. It was never there. He says, "Let's bring up. Let's bring up the receipts, shall we?" It was never there. He says. Well, okay. So here is the official. uh motion notice it says received and filed july 17th at 8 42 stamped clerk of the courts norfolk county jim here's a, a, a trivia jim mcdermott who's the clerk of courts in, in Nor norfolk county oh that's right you are you are so you personally fucking stamped this you filthy fucking liar jim like literally you did this this is your stamp you stamped that at 8 42 a.m you filed it now why you waited until monday to do that when you had it on friday is beyond me
maybe you guys were like testing to see, oh, will Turtle Boy get, the, like, is Turtle Boy going to get this? Yeah, I got it. Okay. And I don't reveal sources. Uh, either way, why are you hiding shit? Like, this is a public document in a murder trial. The public has an absolute right to see it. Why are you hiding stuff? When Adam Lally files a motion, it is up in five seconds. Absolutely ridiculous. So there's one lie right there. He says that it is received, uh, that it was uh, not received. And as you can see here, this is the, let me bring, I can make this bigger. So this is what the docket looks like. And it says affidavit of Aiden Carney. Very cool. In support of defendant's motion for recusal. And so when I click on that, you get the hair. Uh, docket 100, defendant's motion for recusal and disqualification. That also gets you the hair. These ones, were all, were, they were all submitted together on the 14th. And here it is on the 18th. They're finally adding it. It says opposition to Commonwealth's motion to prohibit prejudicial, extrajudicial uh, statements of counsel. So this is the other motion. Notice no image. You can't even get the hair on these because they didn't even put it up. Let me check right now. I'm going to go to mass courts right now and I'm going to see if it's up. Give me one sec. Can't show you my screen because it will show you the name of the attorney who gave me their logging credentials. But that's okay. Because, you know, you know they're watching right now. You know they'd love to suspend someone. They'd love to really send a message that if you work with Turtle Boy, we're going to get you. We're going to get you. All right, I'm checking right now. And it's loading. Loading. Okay. Okay, there's still no image there. So there's still no image. They they haven't even put something up. So they're admitting we have, we have, someone has submitted this. We're just not putting it up. You can't see it. Okay. It, it takes two seconds. You have it. It's not like you have to, it's not like they send something in the mail. It's, it's, it's sent over electronically. You can just upload it as a file. It takes two seconds to do that. But apparently that's too much for the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office to handle. So let me go back and play some more of this call. So there's, we've caught him in one lie so far. We caught him in the lie that he, uh, what was the lie again? I'm forgetting. We caught him in the lie that he, uh, what am I saying? I'm, I'm fucking, yeah, whatever. Let's just play it. We got him in one lie. Okay. Because it was impounded. By who? Impounded by who? But I was told. So first he says it was, imp remember that. First he says it was impounded by the court. It's gone because it's impounded. Now, the only reason to impound something is if it contains personal, private information that should not be made public. Now, that motion that we talked about, about it mentioned the fact that Sean McCabe had a home at the Cape in Barnstable. And so did in Centerville, that, that certain a neighborhood of Barnstable, and so did Canoni. But it didn't list their actual address. So 
uh, like what is like there's no reason for it to be impounded. So remember though, first he says the court impounded it. Let's play some more. Mr. Canoni was not in for it to be impounded. So the, so the defense, this is what they want you to fucking believe. This is a, this is a lie. And you know how I know, you know what the, I thought about this? Like, first of all, it's so absurd. Like, so you have to be so stupid to believe that the defense would take all this time writing this really headline grabbing motion, asking the judge to recuse herself. And then ask the court to impound it so that no one can see it. How stupid do you have to be to believe that? Now, he knows that I'm like him. The only way I would like be able to like outright prove that he's lying right here. And he knows this. The only way we're playing a little game of chess here. The only way for uh, him to prove that. You know, what he's trying to get at here is like he wants what he wants me to say now is the defense never did that because I talked to them. That's what he wants me to say. Like he's trying to catch me in a trap here, but I don't talk to the defense. So I have no proof, I guess, that the defense didn't ask them to impound that. But I do have common sense. And I know it makes no sense at all for the defense to ask the court to just make sure the public can't read their new salacious extraordinary motion to ask the judge to recuse herself in a murder trial. I believe like trap. I, I believe that's what he was trying to do there. Yes. And exactly. If, if anything, if anything, they would ask for the uh, Barnstable. Nowhere on there does it list their exact address, which I'm sure they were very careful about. And if they did ask you to impound anything, you can just impound part of it. You don't have to get rid of the entire fucking document. Anyway, let's play some more. Let's tell Lally. Oh, yeah, Lally. Actually, I should have said Lally told me. Adam Lally is my source. Lie. What grounds did the defense request it be impounded? Personal information. Okay, but her address was not listed on there. Okay. So <laughs> I mean, just listen to this guy. Okay. Her address. So so why so why did you impound it then? What personal things are you trying to impound? Hide from the public? What personal information? I disagree with what you just said. You disagree with what I just said? I said a fact. Like, well, let's see what he disagrees with. Let me rewind that. What did? He, what does he disagree with that I said? It's requested be impounded. Personal information. Okay, but her address was not listed on there. Okay. He's so what personal information? Why doesn't he just say, yes, it was? Like That's what you're saying, right? So you disagreed with what I just said? I said that there was no address on there. So what do you disagree with? He can't come out and say it. Because he knows it's a lie, an easily provable lie. That her address was not on there. So he tries to be vague about it. I disagree with what you just said. 
Well, well, it's just a matter of fact that her address isn't listed. Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, in the affidavit that was attached to the motion is her address. Yeah, but the public... other personal information on it, too. But the What's public that? couldn't see that. You couldn't see that when you click on the uh, motion. Okay, you said it was on for two hours. I don't think it was on for two hours, but in any event, it's not on what? now. What? So it was not on for two hours. So how long was it on for? So, it, But it was up because I have your time-stamped uh, version of the motion. I have that. So, okay. Okay, so, th so that's the first one. The second one is the, the motion um, in opposition to the, uh, the, the Commonwealth's motion to gag uh, the defense. Uh, the, are you, uh, that's not listed on there at all. Do you know where that is? Right. We just received it probably 10 minutes ago. So they just received it. So let me get this straight. So let me get this straight. Again, what he's trying to do here is he's trying to get me to say, no, they didn't. Uh, they sent it. Like We'll get to that in one second. But he wants us to believe that the defense wrote two long motions. And that they sent them one at a time. So they're like, we'll send one Monday. And the other Tuesday afternoon, that's what we'll do. Fuck it. Fuck it. We, we won't wait till they're both done. We'll just send them one at a time. And how, how did I get them over the weekend then? How did I get? So they, they sent them to me. Like, are you suggesting that they sent them to me, but not you? Is that what you're suggesting here? That seems to be what he's getting at. I think that like, he's again, he's trying to, I'm not stupid. He's trying to bait me into saying something like that. So it went up to the judge. You just received it 10 minutes ago. Correct. But it was sent in on Friday. See what he does here? What was sent in on Friday? The motion. I mean, I've had it. I, I, motion? The motion in uh, get opposition me. to the Commonwealth's motion to prohibit extrajudicial yeah, statements. I have, not, I, I have not received a hard copy yet of that. A hard copy? A hard copy. What the fuck is a hard copy? Like actual paper? So you wanted them to send it on the Pony Express, my guy? A hard copy. He really said, dude, things are... Welcome to the 21st century, Jimmy. We have emails now. You can send these things called attachments. They're really magical. And PDFs. That's how files get transferred now. They email you a PDF, and then you upload that PDF. I've seen the emails in motions of them communicating with your office via email. They're coming in from California. They're not sending you hard copies, you fucking moron. Uh, like, how stupid does he think we are? I don't have a hard copy. Oh, okay. I guess, is your printer broken? You can print your own hard copy. Motion. And so it was not received on Friday. That's not true. It was not received on it's Friday. Not on the it is it's true. Not on the docket. Yeah, we know, we, Wait, we know it's, it's not just, on the docket. I just checked now. Like, we know it's not on the docket. Because you're not putting it on there. You're hiding it. Why are you hiding a public document? That's literally what this is all about. Well, it, it can't be because it's not on the dock. Yeah, I know, shit, Dick. And it's there, but there's no image attached to it, so you can't read it. Right, but I said, though, that it was docketed just a few minutes ago, right? And you told me it was docketed on Friday. No, no, no. It was sent in on Friday. 
right, but I didn't receive it on Friday, so I don't know why you're saying that it was sent in on Friday. What information do you have that it was sent in on Friday? I have so- See, now he's uh, now he's switching it up about the, the old switcheroo. What information do you have? You don't think him and Canoni talk about this, about me? And they like, get him to admit that he talks. They are looking for a reason to kick them off this case. That, like, that's what this is getting at. They're too effective. And contrary to popular opinion, I don't talk to them. I got my own sources. I had, I've had sources long before Alan Jackson came around. Believe me, I got plenty of sources. This story will go away someday. Someday. Not anytime soon. The story will go away someday and there will be new stories on different topics and I will have sources for those as well. I don't need this. Okay. This has obviously been the biggest story we've ever done, but Turtle Boy existed before this and it will exist after this. So I don't know where these people get the idea that, oh, you only get stories because of Alan Jackson. Then what was I doing for the 10 years before I knew who Karen Reed was? Like what? what? Okay, go ahead. Sources. When I received it today, and actually I haven't received the hard copy yet. You got sources. So why do you say I got it on Friday? Because I have or sources you... that can confirm that. Okay, I haven't received it yet, a hard copy, but I received an email, and I docketed the email, and it will not be put on the image. Oh, so he's gotten an email. So he admits it. He doesn't. He didn't get a hard copy. He did get an email, though, so his email works. But it will not be on the docket. Why won't it be on the docket? So he's saying the motion to oppose the gag order won't be on the docket. Why is that? It will be impounded also. Why will that be impounded? By the court. Why 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 will that be impounded? Here we go. Why? Yes. Because. Okay. Okay. I thought this was a joke. I'm like, okay, because I'm like so you're gonna say something else after this, right? Because, right? Because, right? Because why? There are rules of impoundment. <laughs> because of the magical things he does. Because of the wonderful things he does. Because, 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 because. He literally said, like a fucking child. He says, because. Why can't? Why aren't? Why are you? Wait, why are you hiding this? public document from the public because the, I mean, but 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 guys please no 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 nothing shady is going on here nothing shady no my objections going on here this is this is normal right because you're you're a lawyer and, and you know how things work i'm just a fucking you know stupid simpleton who didn't go to law school and i don't have a tiktok so i don't know how any of this shit works so i'm not an expert so i guess it's perfectly normal for the clerk of a court to lie, to lie, to be caught in four lies. We've caught him in now. And then when you ask him why he's not putting a public document up on the docket for the public to see, his answer is because, but yeah, nothing is shady. This is just how things work in the in legal department. This is common. Any lawyer can relate to this, except I talk to a lot of lawyers too. And none of them think that this is normal and judges. None of them think this is, they all realize this is completely unethical and unprecedented. But besides that, yeah. Rule eight of the trial court rules of empowerment. And what, what's that? What, like, why is this empowerment? I don't have to tell you that. So all rule eight says, and I looked it up. I don't have to tell you that. 
So let's look up rule eight of the trial. Rule eight, trial rules, Massachusetts. Let's look up rule eight. So he wants, he doesn't think we'll Google. We'll, we will Google. They're not trying to gag me. They, they can't gag me. They know that. It's a good question. He's so hostile. Like he knew this was coming and he was ready for this fight. They knew it because he says, so this is rule eight of civil procedure. Claims for relief, defenses, forms of denial, affirmative offenses, pleading to be concise and direct consistency. So this is all just about, okay, so claims for relief, a pleading which sets forth a claim for relief, whether an original claim, counterclaim, or a third-party claim, a short and plain statement. Okay, so that doesn't apply. It's not that. A party shall state in short and plain terms his defenses to such claims asserted and shall admit or deny the avertments. Okay, so that's not it. If he is without knowledge or inf information sufficient to form a belief to the truth of an avertment, I don't know how to pronounce that. He shall so state, and this has the effect of a denial. Denial shall meet the substance of averments denied. Okay, so that obviously doesn't apply here. Affirmative defenses in pleading to a preceding pleading. A party shall set forth affirmatively accord and satisfaction, arbitration, and award assumption of risk, contributory negligence, discharge of bankruptcy. Okay, I don't think. So that doesn't apply. Effect of failure to deny in a pleading. First of all, what's an effort? I need to Google this. What's an averment? I'm going to Google this now. Okay. Averment is a formal statement by a party in a case or a fact or circumstance which the party offers to prove or substantiate. All right. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that, okay, so I don't see what that has to do with this. Pleading to be concise and direct. Each averment of a pleading shall be simple, concise, and direct. No technical forms of pleading or motions are required. A party may set forth two or more statements of a claim or defense, alternatively or hypothetically, either on one count when two or more statements are made in the alternative. Okay. I don't know what any of this means. So he wants us like, he's just like rule eight. Why don't you just fucking tell me what the problem is? Like, why, like, why are you being so shady? Okay. So I read rule eight. I don't know if people in, in the comments are like, what? Okay. Anyway. Is that really under the clerk's purview? I, I doubt it. I, I, I doubt it. But anyway, so that seems ridiculous. And that answers none of our questions. But he's like, rule eight. You know, they've like talked this through. We're just going to say it's rule eight. And but yeah, that'll shut them up. Let's say it's rule eight. Whatever that means. I'm going to text. Maybe this can answer my question for me. This Oh, that's civil, not criminal. 
Proper rule eight for impound. Okay, I'm getting it right now. Let me read this. I was looking at civil, not criminal. See, I'm a layman. See, this could be explained. Okay, yeah, this is different. Okay, thank you. Let me bring this up. Okay, uniform rules on impoundment procedure. Everybody's messaging me. A better link he just sent? Hold on, let me see. Do we have a better? Okay, got it. All right, so let's take a look at what Rule 8 says here. Make this bigger. So Rule 8 says, good cause. An order of impoundment, whether ex parte or after notice, may be entered only upon a written finding of good cause. Specificity. An order of impoundment shall state specif specifically what material is to be impounded and where appropriate may specify how impoundment is to be implemented. So that reads to me like they have to say what part of Alan Jackson's motion is to be impounded and, and why or how it's to be implemented. An order of impoundment shall include the date of issuance and shall specify the duration of the order with a date certain for expiration of the order. In its order, the court may allow persons other than those described in Rule 9 of these rules to have access to impounded material and may order that appropriate redactions or notations be made in the docket. So there's no redactions being made. And also you, you did it yesterday. So why isn't it up now? The court shall tailor the scope of the impoundment so that it does not exceed the need for impoundment. The court may order that the movement or the filer of any material submit a redacted copy of the impoundment document to the clerk for public inspection. Public inspection. The order shall be entered on the docket, kept in the public file, and made available for public inspection. So we're like, so I don't see any order of impoundment available on the public docket for public inspection. So it seems like they're saying here that they have to explain why they're impounding something, which clearly they didn't do. All information stating or disclosing the impoundment shall be omitted or redacted from the order to public inspection. Okay. So there is that. I don't know. It's like, I, I fail to see it, sir. I know you're really fucking smart because you went to law school, so you're wicked smart. You're much smarter than me. You're, I'm just a fucking moron, you know. Uh, three credits short of a master's, but, you know, uh, I'm not nearly as smart as you. Maybe if I finish those three credits, I could be as smart as you, but I'm just, I'm just not. So maybe you could explain it to me, sir. Maybe you could do that. See if he says anything else. So you don't, you're, you're a public servant. It's so you're hiding public documents, I'm not hiding anything. I'm but not why hiding can't anything. the public it's see impounded. this? It's impounded. There are rules of impoundment. You can read the rules of impoundment. Well, I have, and, and I don't see, I have, well, I, I have read the rules of impoundment and I fail to see. We'll see. Okay. They're totally not hiding anything though, guys. Totally. This is on the up and up. Sure. So, yeah. Um, I'm just reading a lot of these comments from people. I mean, most people are just like, you know, it's scary how corrupt they are. 
amazing how deep the rock goes. Like this is how the general public views this. And there are obviously a couple trolls who I don't take too seriously. Um, but then I get like comments like this and I want to address this from fucking, by the way, people who are too scared to use their real name. So they comment under as three M T six, nine, six. I'm sorry, but the attorneys for the defense are doing sloppy work says anonymous internet man about, you know, four high profile defense attorneys that some of, you know, that Kevin, that got Kevin Spacey exonerated in Nantucket. But yeah, besides that, and, and who some of the richest people in the world trust with their legal affairs, but you know, anonymous internet man here seems to think that they're not doing so well. And I've seen a lot of that. They're doing very sloppy work. The small errors add up. Like, name one error. What, what's the error? Also, the legacy file system used by the state loads the docs automatically. Then they get moved once automatic manually approved. No, that's actually not how it works. Don't beat up on workers who are just working within the state's legacy system. Yeah, I should totally be nice to the government hack Jim McDermott, who says because is his reason why. Not every single person is acting in bad faith. That guy certainly was. Reporting has shifted to bullying. Dial it back in. You'll go further. How about instead of doing that, I just keep doing what I always do and you keep reading it and we solve a murder. How about we do that instead, anonymous internet man? Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so th there's that. Now, um, like I said, I, before we get to the next thing, let me read a couple donos here that we got on Turtle Chat real quick. We got Joseph sends $10 and he says, no comment. So thank you very much, Joseph. Uh, Semolina sends a 10 ski and she says, hi, Aiden. I was wondering, who do you think would like to play you in the movie or streaming series? I think Chris Pratt is a good option. I love Chris Pratt, obviously. He's one of the few good guys in Hollywood. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Chris, I mean, Chris Pratt's an adventure guy, isn't he? Somebody keep people, a few people have said Jeremy Renner, but I don't know. I I love Jeremy Renner. He's great, but I don't know if, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me who should play me. I don't know. We'll see. And that's the big thing. It was there and it's gone. Why? Love how he said it was never there. We saw it like, dude, we, not only did we see it, we downloaded it with your fucking stamp on it. You stamped it. You put it up there. But anyway, and why do you think that they're trying to gag? This all is why they're trying to gag the defense because they see this obvious ridiculousness, these shenanigans, and they want to tell the press about it because all you have is the press, right? That's all you have is the press. All right. A couple more donos here to read. Um, Maureen sends $10 and says, free care and read from after David town. Absolutely, Maureen. Thank you. We got Douglas sends $25. Thank you, Douglas. He says, keep pushing for the truth. Uh, I'm absolutely going to do that, Doug. Appreciate that. Megan sends $5. Says, when other turtle riders first thought Auntie Bev wasn't impartial and I wanted her to recuse herself, I thought we were getting a bit foolish. Turns out I am the foolish one for thinking this couldn't get crazier. Sorry, Aiden and turtle riders. I will never doubt you again. Well, that's very nice of you to, uh, you know, we all... You want to assume, because I agree, I, I agree with your sentiment on that, Meg, because it's like, 
part of you wants to believe that no, 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 we can't, we can't, uh, she can't be in on it too, right? She can't be corrupt too. But then it's like after a while, you're like, how, what other conclusion could a person reach? What other person could a, a person, uh, conclusion could a person reach? Anyway, um, let's see. I also got a couple cash apps here. All right, let me read this. A couple cash apps. We got uh, A. Depina sends $5 and says, have important information, please respond. Please keep me anonymous info about for Michael P. and Brian A. payroll information. Have extremely critical info to share. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Ada Pina. Um, I'll check that out. Send me a message. Um, other questions. And people are sending me uh, pictures from town halls. And uh, I'm seeing the free Karen Reed bumper stickers everywhere. Oh, we also got Alex sends $10 and says, uh, for a year of the turtle baby. You got that right. You got damn right about that one, Alex. Appreciate that. Okay, um, so we're missing anyone else? All right, so if anyone else wants to donate, you can do Cash App, Dollar Sign, Uncle Turtle Boy, or click at the link at the top for Turtle Chat, leave a message, and I will read your message out loud to the class. All right, so I want to talk about now, uh, show of hands, have you guys ever watched this woman on TikTok? Uh, she goes by Note My Objection. She's got like, she's got a decent amount of followers. Let me see how many followers she's got. She has uh, 45.6 thousand followers and she is uh, an attorney from somewhere or in and around Boston. Some people say no. Some Has anyone out there heard of her or followed her? I, I feel like there is some crossover. A lot of people originally like, you got to check out this note, my objection person. You got to check her out. And so I checked her out early on and she was talking about the case and I found it somewhat interesting. Um, and she seemed to be team like Karen Reed. Like we can go back and see a lot of hers. Let me find, uh, she talks a lot about politics and stuff, but let me see. Lindsay Clancy. All right, hold on. Com reasonable doubt. Okay, wait. Hold on. Hold on. We'll find. Well, I'll find an older one. I mean. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the thing that I found the most significant about that entire hearing was this. Now, Karen Reed has two main criminal defense attorneys, David Unetti, who's the local Boston attorney. Um, he serves as local counsel and Alan Jackson, who's from California, um, came in via pro hoc vici. So it's, you can come in from another state if an attorney in good standing in the Commonwealth essentially like vouches for you. So um, we do a lot of that work. Me and my dad have local counsel work. Um, so both attorneys each took one. So David Unetti is a local Boston attorney. He took the motion to compel and argued that before the court. And Alan Jackson took the animal control, um, Kent Town Clark, 
uh, motion. Now, the Rule 17 motion for uh, Brian Albert and Jennifer McCade's cell phones, that's been pulled, put over for our evidentiary hearing on May 25th. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to go to that, and I'll keep you posted. So, that, you know, the, the, so that's one thing. And by the way, she later says that, like, oh, it's not a big deal that the, the Rule 17 hearing. So, yeah, you, you said right there, the evidentiary hearing is supposed to happen on May 25th. We know, of course, that that was later canceled for absolutely no fucking reason. Uh, she later says they didn't have to have that. Then why the fuck did they schedule it? I mean, that's a little bit of time, but, um, so what stood out to me aside from all of the pieces of evidence, aside from all the different allegations, aside from the arguments, both, both David Unetti and Alan Jackson, when they referred to Karen Reed, they referred to her as innocent. I think it was Yanetti who said she's Karen Reed is factually, factually innocent. innocent. Factually innocent. And now, as an attorney, as a practicing criminal defense attorney, I don't ever use that word. I really don't. I don't ever tell a court that my client is innocent because realistically, most of the time, if almost almost all the time, they are not innocent, at least in one way, shape, form. I say my client is not guilty. Because not guilty and innocent are two very different things. Now, from the outside looking in, it might, you know. Get okay, okay. All right, I'm done with the hearing. It was about an hour long. Um, it was very thorough. I will tell you this. After I had read the Carmel's oppositions to the motions that they filed on Monday, you know, I was a little like, okay, maybe things are like even enough. There's still some issues, but you know, still stuff that needs to be addressed. But I will tell you that I was not convinced at all. I was not persuaded by the Carmel's argument court at all. Um, and I found so that I was not persuaded by the, the Commonwealth's argument at all, but yet Canoni sides with the Commonwealth and you're, she's now simping for Canoni. So you make up your mind. It can't be both. And that the defense was far more persuasive with the things that they were submitting to the court. And there was even more stuff. I felt like that we don't, we don't, didn't really know about, especially stuff that came out about the testimony in the grand jury and, um, the questions that were asked and, and all this, those kinds of things. So, um, you know, my, my dad always told me when I was little, his lawyer said to the judge, you know, judge, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a duck. And it's feeling like a duck in this case. Like there's, there's too many issues. There's too many red flags. To yeah. There's just too many things going on. So, um, I'm going to break it down, come back, follow me, keep people. Okay. So here's the thing. I think it's important to recognize how criminal investigations work and how the criminal justice system works because I in no world would ever think that, you know, the medical examiner, like I'm not this, I don't think there's this like this big giant, like all the way up to the governor conspiracy, like people are talking about. I mean, that's just, let's, let's come back to reality a little bit. And so, I so I, I get that about like the whole, like, I don't want to seem like a hinge conspiracy theorist thing. But at the same time, if it looks like you said, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, what do you call it? Like, what else do you call this? And that, it just, that kind of gives it away. If you're afraid to say that, like, well, I, that's basically saying, I'll never believe the judge is corrupt. I'll never believe that because you don't want to believe it. But how much more evidence do you need? So, Say he's not run over by a car. Okay, let's just like play this theory out. Say he's not hit by a car. All right. And we have 
doctors at Good Samaritan and um, the yeah, medical. Listen, I'm just sitting here talking with my husband, and we're talking about. All right, so the Commonwealth has filed their oppositions to the discovery motions filed by defense in the O'Keefe case. And the long and the short of it is this. Uh, the Commonwealth is not changing their position at all. Um, they, okay, so. All right, let's talk about O'Keefe and speculation. And also, um, I used Teddy, and I had another video where it was all clunky, and somebody had paying attention to this case that, wait a second, there's something going on, okay? And since then... We've had kind of a lot of speculation. Mm -hmm. That's something that in and of itself is not permissible in court, unless it's from what we qualify as an expert opinion. So if, if the Commonwealth puts a witness on the stand and they ask them essentially what their opinion is and they and they're not an expert witness, they're just a civilian. I would object because I would say that that question calls for speculation and okay. speculation is unreliable evidence because it's not something that we have okay. seen to be presented to a jury as evidence understandably is really interested in this case because there are major major violations that are being alleged are very huge 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 i mean really serious so you're saying the discovery violations that are being alleged here are huge like the discovery that the defense has not received critical discovery. Like, you know, John O'Keefe's clothes. They have not, that's a huge deal. And so she admits this is huge. Like this is unheard of. So this is what she's saying. This is what she's saying a couple months ago. Alleged violations of discovery rules. But until we have information that's really substantiated, you have to remember that everybody involved in these cases is still a human being. They are still moms or dads or sisters or brothers or mm -hmm. friends or daughters or. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. Lindsay. Somehow like I did last year, I ended up on, I think the university. Okay. Okay. Out of the suit and off to the. I do have thoughts and I also. Love the song. Oh, Kevin so Reddington. the interesting thing is, as most people here in Massachusetts know, Attorney Kevin Reddington uh, also represents Lindsay Clancy, who was charged in the um, deaths of her children. And in that case, postnatal health and all this kind of behalf of somebody who the public kind of takes a different perspective um, and advocacy. And the reason for that is because, listen, as soon as I read those defense filings, my first thought was everybody in this Everybody who's named in here better have a lawyer and not be talking. And listen, they are police officers and they're people in the circle of police officers. So if there's anybody who knows that if you're being accused of a crime or you're alleged to have done something, um, particularly something as, as serious as these allegations, that you should get a lawyer and, and not talk to anybody. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that maybe it's not the tact that I would have taken with regard to what has come out. But um you're you're never going to find me on this page disparaging another attorney um unless there's some sort of egregious act that they have undertaken because particularly attorney reddington is the best of the best he's been around <laughs> attorney reddington is the best of the best and they'll never disparage attorney. she disparaged alan jackson earlier and uh kevin reddington is the best of the best that's why he comes on my page drunk and asks me to dance and by the way, the, you know, the reason we know about the grand jury 
is because Kevin Reddington opened his big mouth. That's how we know about the grand jury for a really long time. Um, and he knows what he's doing. So I don't think, I don't think that hiring an attorney is necessarily an, an inference that somebody is guilty or an acknowledgement of some <laughs> culpability. I think it's quite frankly, I think it's common sense that if you're accused of potentially covering up a murder, you should hire an attorney. <laughs> like that, that seems like a pretty smart thing. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot going on in the O'Keefe case, kind of like behind the scenes outside the legal world. And I hope that everybody can understand why, um, you know, a lot of people ask my positions on things that are going on and I just don't particularly feel comfortable. Um, it's, I like to stay in my lane really, which like is talking lane. about the legal aspect of, of stuff. I like to stay in my lane. Remember that she likes to stay in her lane. She just likes to talk about the legal aspects of stuff. She likes to stay in her lane. Often unless information comes directly from, um, like court filings, an attorney, a judge, the DA, um, that's really, I'm not, I'm not here to investigate. I am here to discuss what the theories are. Um, and moreover, I am, <laughs> you know, I do practice criminal defense, so I'm in the business of getting people off from things, not accusing people of anything, if you know what I mean. So, okay. um, from my perspective, the next step in this is the oppositions that are going to be filed by the government on May 3rd. And I think that everybody, I understand okay. the, All right, so I have there. to say that I really, I have a broken nail. I really feel like the United States is okay. Uh, I'm say right now, what I think the biggest issue still, like I'm thinking about this days and days later about the O'Keefe cases to me. Now, imagine in any world, we won't listen that, to that much longer. I promise. This is a dead body that shows up on your lawn in the okay. snow. Okay, yep. and the cops get called at six thirty in the morning. Yep. In a in the real world, if that happened to me tonight, yep. What would happen is when the police show up, they would freeze my house pending a search warrant being signed off from oh, the judge. They would exactly. take every single person in that house in for questioning. They exactly. would seize everybody's cell phone, potentially take their yes. clothing from them. They would go up and down the street and canvas the neighborhoods and knock on doors to see if anybody heard anything, saw anything, if there were any ring videos, anything like that. Yes. And the reason yes. why they yes. do yes. that yes. on scene is because you need to get contemporaneous statements. So when you, if there's six people in a house or four people or five, whatever, you separate them immediately. Yes. This is what the police do. Yes. You separate them immediately and you get yes. their stories. Yes. Okay. She's now so imagine, remember, when you call 911, who shows up? The police do. Okay. Yeah. And we all know about the thin blue line, and it is what it is. Police take care of each other, they protect each other. It, it is on. what it is. Okay. So imagine knowing now that if you or I had a dead body on our front lawn, what would happen to us? Yeah. Imagine that the cops show up and realize it's another cop. Oh, dead yeah, on the front run. So you would think in yeah. any world that the investigation should be like 10 times more hardcore because this is one ah. of their own. Yeah. And instead it's nothing. Yeah. It's that's nothing. A great point. They don't take any it's of them so in right. for questioning. Yeah. They don't take weird, anybody's right? you know, prints. They don't look for blood. They don't, I mean, they don't do any investigation aside from what the parties on scene, they just tell them. And then, they take that story, they take that conclusion, and they find the evidence around it to support it. Like, that's what's the problem. That's why I'm a criminal defense attorney, because you would be surprised that this stuff happens more often than not. So what I don't no, know whether don't the what uh, like. alleged the responding troopers and officers, like, I don't know to what level where the defense attorneys are alleging culpability. So I will leave that to them to speculate about. But, you know, even the DA, it's like, this is the story. Now they build a case around it instead of figuring out, investigate, investigate, and find. Okay, so she's spot on. 
everything she said there is 100% accurate. You're right. Like this, this is a huge red flag. Like that's what, like that's hello. This is what we're all thinking. It's freaking a huge red flag that the dude did not come out of his house. He just sat in the fucking house and that you were never treated as a suspect. You, you were never separated and questioned. They didn't get any ring cameras from anyone's home, anything like that. So she gets it. She does get it. She does get it. And like in the comments, there's a lot of people saying like that mentioned me on here, right? Like, uh, right, so is- I've talked about it before. So some of my practices that I do what's called bar advocacy work. So I don't work for the government, but I take cases. Okay. I'm going to tell you why, um, my goal is alone, Chris. To preface this, but I love teachers. So third party culprit evidence, essentially this question is asking if, the- okay. Okay. This is the stuff I'm not good at, but to this, um, comment, it says a Selbright report clearly shows two twenty seven forty UTC five. That's not Eastern standard time, but. If you look at this is the report this is one of the exhibits in the affidavit in the motions for rule 17 records um so this is the forensic experts report and if you could see it says time converted to utc saturday january 29th 2022 7 27 january 29th 2022 2 27 40 a.m utc 5 so it's already been adjusted to eastern T- so she's saying that the google search is legit in this one okay so this is these are interesting comments like i see here and there for the most part no everyone seems to be on the sort of defense bandwagon at this point and i just this is important because there are two sides to a case okay and you can't say that okay so this is just talking as most of you know i'm not really of conspiratorial nature um and it's mostly the lawyer in me that i feel like yeah, trust but verify. And there's lots of things that people allege that I'm like there's no basis in I don't I don't know where but I have to tell you the fact that there's no mainstream media covering the allegations from defense counsel and the Reed O'Keefe case is it's a little it's another red flag to me right oh so she admits it's it's weird that the media is not covering this well let's delve into that why isn't the media covering it and this is what they don't go the next step well oh yeah who is the legal analyst for WCVB oh right Greg Henning who does he represent Brad Albert We've gone through this. Every one of these legacy media outlets has somebody in there who's connected to the town of Canton. We did a whole blog on it. Go read it. They all do. So there's a reason they're not covering this. Right? Because I understand basically the position, everything I've seen now from in all the articles in the papers and the local news is prosecutors, prosecutors will prove um, disprove the allegations of defense, but they don't even, not one, not one, not one paper or news organization that I have seen has actually even published what the allegations are. These right. Are, okay. This, so that's weird. I have a question for you. Now that we know that someone has been charged for a year with intentionally backing up over and killing their boyfriend, leaving them to die in the snow. Now that we know that somebody who was inside the house and didn't allegedly know that this person was outside dying in the snow. Um, now that we know, she Googled, how long does it take to die in the snow? Now that we know. Would you ever convict that woman? No. 
how can they how can they continue with case that's the that's the that's the single greatest piece of reasonable thought i have ever heard in my life yeah she admits how can they continue with the case like this is her initial thought is like how can you continue this this is everyone's and so i that's why i found this woman interesting at first now i'm not going to judge i don't care how she looks i don't care how she sounds i think that's uh i think you should focus on the the things that come out of the person's mouth and not how they sound or how the person looks i think that that's a reasonable thing to say now. Um, but the thing she's saying back then when people first notified me to her, I'm like, Oh, totally. She's, she's 100% right about that. Like, I don't know if anybody, uh, so this is yeah. also the deal. What? Okay. So I just wanted to kind of clear up a couple of things. I know I say and stay tuned for any and all updates and make sure to follow turtle boy. So, so she did. That's nice that she said uh turtle boy. So I appreciated that. And I have nothing again. I'm not like trying to start with this woman or anything like that. We did invite her on the show. Um, and she did turn us down. And I think it's because, you know, reading through some of her comments, a lot, some of her followers don't like turtle boy. And that's really a shame. Um, you know, uh, so like some people are like, I don't like turtle boy and blah, 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 blah. Let's see. I question the accuracy of the defense. Let's see. And then she says, why? So she was all about the defense. With all due respect, do not come on my page and allege that an attorney is submitting fraudulent documentation to the court. Okay. The data they are relying on was provided by the Commonwealth. Attorneys swear an oath to the Constitution. We don't risk our professional. Okay. I have never heard Turtle Boy referred to as good journalism before. How the turntables. Well, you've been reading the wrong thing, Rachel Person Realtor. Um... Yep. Okay. So anyway, this see. is also the deal. What? Here are my thoughts. There's a. I wrote down a list. As yeah, I've been so anyway, through. so she's got a whole thing. She was like um, initially, she was fully on board. Well, that changed in the uh, over time. I just feel like, be, because I have been kind of like leading the charge of this. Like she, I feel like there is part of human nature. I think she wants to do her own thing. And like, just be contrarian a little bit. And I do think part of it is that she has, she might have to practice law in front of judge Canoni. So she can't call her corrupt or anything like that. But some of the things she said recently just are like, dude, give me a fucking break. Like, give me a break. So let me uh, play a couple of these. She did a three part one. Let's see. What's this one? Um, are these in order? I know how to, are these like pinned ones at the top? How does this work? So the John O'Keefe case, should I, should I go here? How long to die in cold? Okay. No. All right. How about, um, part two, part three, part one. Okay. Happy Monday. Good morning. Everybody has been asking about the new filings in the O'Keefe case. That is the motion for the judge to recuse herself. They were just talking about this morning. I've been checking um, for a few days. It's 30 pages and it's legal reading. So it's going to take me a little bit. I also just left court. It's 930. Got my case dismissed already. And I'm off to my office to get some work done. So in the interim, I will read that and try to get you an update by 
later right, today. No, no, no. All right, everybody buckle up because you're definitely not. I know everybody in my comments, except for a few people are going to be like, oh, my God, she got bought. Thank God you, whatever. Because you're not going to like what I have to say about the motion to recuse filed in the O'Keefe Reed case. Um, but to preface that, I want to explain a little bit about what a motion to recuse is and what kind of standards we have as attorneys and as judges. Now, anytime you're in a court, I, I number one, Everybody knows everybody in Massachusetts, particularly in the legal field. There's all kinds of conflicts the, uh, all the time between judges, attorneys, used to work in front of me, I used to be a partner here, I used to be a friend here, blah, 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 I'm colleagues outside, yada, yada, yada. Most of the times the conflicts don't come into play because people's judges, attorneys say, yeah, I know that person. I you know, used to work that person, but I can be fair and impartial. So the basically the standard is, can you be fair and impartial? Unless there's a conflict that's so obvious, you know, you can't sit on a case where you're, it's somebody that you know, or you've had a financial interest in, in something, or if it's a family member or you have inside information. I mean, very clear conflicts. Attorneys and judges will always recuse themselves. I think when you're not in the legal system, you don't understand how serious these things are, that just the appearance of impropriety is a big issue for us. And so- if anybody thinks that there's any sort of conflict, okay. most of the time, a judge will announce it from the bench themselves. They'll say, I just want to preface this by saying, I used to work at so-and-so firm. I know this person. Does anybody want to be heard on that? Does anybody have any, you know, anything to say? And most of the time, everybody's fine. So what the defense in this case is asking is for Judge um, Canone, Canone, I still don't know how to pronounce her name correctly, um, recuse herself. And the basis for that request uh, is three from the first being that Sean McCabe, who's related to Jennifer McCabe, Nicole McCabe made statements on Turtle Boy's Facebook Not saying, Nicole. um, what was the first thing he said? Uh, Oh, I put in a call to Auntie Bev to get a, um, you know, trial by combat order. Stupid. And then Turtle Boy Facebook messages him privately says, do you really know her? And he says, Oh, whose seaside cottage do you think is going to be, where you going to be buried under? Um, and they base that, they use those statements from Sean McCabe as the basis for one of the reasons why she, she, she yeah. should recuse himself. Now, they haven't submitted anything in that one of the motion reasons. that I've seen, any sort of investigation, anything that shows that they actually know each other. They did pull the deeds that show that they both have a house in the Cape in Centerville and that go. their houses are four miles apart. And I know these attorneys are pro Hockton and they're from out of state, but like no offense, anybody who's anybody in the state of Massachusetts, particularly judges, you know, politicians has a, has a house in the Cape. Like they're trying like, what? So, uh, so, so there she is kind of like looking to, I don't know these these dumb California people, they don't really know how things work around here. Everyone owns a house in the Cape. Well, I got news for you. Note my objection. Um, there's 15 towns on the Cape. And within Barnstable itself, there's like four villages, I think. There's like Hyannis and Centerville and a couple others. So, the but that's like, so it's not like one lives in East Ham and the other is in Sandwich. They're both in Centerville within four miles of each other. The, the Cape is not really that small of a place. And so everyone owns a Cape house. So like, so Sean McCabe just assumed, he just assumed it was a lucky guess. He's like, you know what? Judge Canoni, she's a judge. And I just assume that she has a seaside cottage in the very town that I live in of the 15 towns of Cape Cod. I just assume that. 
I just assume. Like, that's what she's saying. It was a lucky guess on Sean McCabe's part. Okay. Trying to say, because they know, because he knew she had a house in the cave, that that's a conflict. So, okay, go to part two. Okay, part two. All right, everybody. Part two. So basically the inference is that because Sean McCabe alludes to knowing that the judge has a house down the Cape, that he must know her. They basically say there's no other possible way how he could know that. And I just find that to be like kind of laughable oh, to be laughable. honest because ha, ha. everybody, Stupid anybody, everybody knows somebody who has a house down the Cape. And most of us know people who have houses down the Cape and in what towns, even though we don't know. Down the Cape, like down the Cape. Oh, I fucking hate that. On Cape Cod, down the Cape. It's like Jersey people uh, going down to shore, going down to shore, going down to Cape. Uh, no, not everybody ha- knows somebody who has a house in the Cape. I don't, you know, well, I've met somebody through Turtle Boy, but I've know a lot of people through Turtle Boy. That's a little different. Um, but like to say, like before I did Turtle Boy, I didn't know anyone out of the house in the Cape. So it's not that common. Okay. And so just for, for this guy to, it's just, I mean, this is wild. Like, so this what you spend three minutes talking about that. You just assume that. And again, that was one of the four prongs. And it's like, yeah, that's shady. And then when you combine it with the other stuff, it gives the appearance of partiality, the appearance of it, not actual proof of, you know, partiality, but the appearance of it to an, a disinterested observer. Oh, them like to talk to them on the street or personally. It, so, so I mean, I find that to be a huge reach. I really do. I find it to be a huge reach. The second issue that they talk about for the basis for the motion to recuse is what this delay in responding to motions. Now, there's one motion, the motion to compel the discovery that's still under advisement, and that should be, that's legitimate. I think she's taking too long on that. She should make a decision on that. Oh, oh, okay. So she admits. So she admits the fact that David Yannetti's, what, 76-day motion to compel the prosecution to hand over all he's done. Like the court has already ruled that they have to hand over John O'Keefe's clothing so that the defense can test it for DNA to see if there's dog DNA on it. Cause there obviously is, and they've had it for 18 months and they're just not handing it over. They have to hand it over. They have to, and they're just not handing it over. So, why haven't they done that? Well, so the David United files a motion. Can you please urge them, force them to hand it over? How fucking hard is it to be like, yep, you have to, I, here's a, a three or four page freaking thing I write up. I, I've been in many of these cases before. It doesn't take that long. It doesn't take three months to respond to a simple motion. Again, when... The com when the Commonwealth files a motion, it's ruled on instantaneously. I was in court on May 24th. It took her all of five minutes to rule that she was going to allow the quash of the subpoenas against Jen McCabe and Brian Albert. Five minutes. She didn't need 76 days. She needed five minutes. She didn't have to write anything up. She just did it right there. How hard is it to be like, yeah, dude, I'm ordering you right now. Hand it over by this date. Period. Get it done. Or else you're in contempt. Problem solved. That's what somebody with actual authority in a courtroom does. And and just issue an order and a ruling. However, on the other two motions that they talk about, they specifically reference that there's a 16 day delay from when the 
argument um, happens to her decision. And the second motion is a 22 day, 22 day delay. And I have to tell you, as a practicing attorney, that is not a delay. 16 days and 22 days for an for a decision to be made on a murder case motion. Come on. Like this is come on. Yeah. You're missing the point. The point is that it doesn't take 16 or 22 days when they file a motion, when they file a motion, it's done the next day. There's nothing like, there's nothing comparable when the Commonwealth does this. And every day that they delay this with Karen Reed is money and time. And it violates her civil rights to a fair and speedy trial. Okay, go ahead. This is the kind of stuff where it's starting to me as somebody from the outside looking in going like, what are you doing? You're just trying to play games because you know, and I know that 16 days and 22 days is not a long time. Okay, so they're just trying to play games. Well, besides the other one, which you said in the same breath was actually a big deal, but they're just, they're just playing games. This is a fucking game to them. Well, no, I'm not a lawyer or anything, but I do see the bigger picture here. Does anyone in their mind, in their right mind, like she seems to be operating under the assumption that they filed this motion because they want to win it. They're, they're, they're thinking much bigger than that. She's thinking too simple on this. They're thinking much bigger on this. They don't care if she denies it or approves it. Either way, they win. Because if she denies it and they appeal this, like they're, like all of the, they're thinking of the next court. Like she won't dare deny this. And that's why they're putting this all in writing. They want it all in writing ahead of time so they can have a big body of evidence to go uh, after this is done and, and, and appeal any decision she's made. And it just adds to the belief that this judge is completely in the tank. It's not brain surgery. She's thinking small time here. Like she's thinking, well, like they're not they're They don't they How can they expect to win this? I don't think they do. And I think that's kind of the point. A normal judge would approve it but they're not i've waited nine months for a decision on a motion to suppress that we all knew every single person in the courtroom knew was going to be denied and they could have denied it from the bench but what happens is when when you hear a case in court and there's so there's a motion that's submitted and then there's an opposition and those are usually lengthy and there's an, there's an oral argument and the judge doesn't just like go back and say like denied allowed they do their own research they they read the cases cited in the motion. They read the cases cited in the opposition. They usually have an intern or a clerk. And then they put make a decision based on reading all the case law. And then they have to draft an opinion. And, like, that doesn't happen overnight. I'm sorry. These superior judges have full dockets of other cases. So, like, this is, this is a homicide case motion. It's an important decision. And so they take the time. So to act like 16 and 22 days is a long period of time is a joke to me. Oh, it's to a honest. joke. It's a joke. But she doesn't – remember, she doesn't judge – other attorneys. That's what she said a couple months ago, right? She doesn't criticize the jobs that other attorneys do, but th this is a joke to her. So Alan Jackson and David Yanetti, who are high profile attorneys who people pay a shitload of money to hire because they're very good at what they do. TikTok lady thinks they're a joke. So there's that TikTok lawyer. The third thing that they talk about basically is that she didn't, she didn't let them hold the evidentiary hearing. Now I will say she, she said in court that they ever, all the parties agreed to it. So I think that she made a mistake in oh. saying that on the record. Oh, so she made a mistake. So she made a mistake. So the evidentiary hearing, which was, which both parties agreed to and both parties agreed they could bring any witness forward. 
And the judge agreed, yeah, we'll figure this all out at the evidentiary hearing until they found out who was going to actually testify at the evidentiary hearing. And then they shit their pants. And then they just canceled it altogether. So that was just a mistake. Now, now it was just a mistake. Not like an unbelievable, what a weird set of mistakes keep being made here. Weird. In court, because they think she was just trying to like move things along because it was a lot of press. It was a lot of emotions, all that kind of stuff. And I think she then realized, oh shit, why did I say that on the record? Because rule 17 doesn't permit evidentiary hearings. And I will tell you, I promise it's not just in this case, in my entire experience in the legal criminal justice system, I have never once, never once seen an evidentiary hearing on rule 17. So I will finalize. Okay. But you've never had a case like this, obviously. So that doesn't really matter. Uh, in which case you've never had a case where the defendant is accusing somebody else of murder and has a lot of evidence and, and forensic evidence to, to back all that up. Uh, and yeah, so I'm like reading all this. Let's see. Somebody's like, not everyone has a Cape house. He didn't pull that out of the air. <laughs> she needs to step back. I didn't say that. I said half of Massachusetts. No. So, oh, so just half, okay, half the people. And then somebody said, he doesn't say the Cape. He said the specific town I'm aware, but even if McCabe is aware that the judge has a town in that town, has a house in that town, that's not a conflict. It's the appearance of it. That would certainly appear to a lot of people to be that way. Um, uh, let's see. Didn't they pull the deeds that show that Sean McCabe has a house of the Cape in the same vicinity? Yes. Apparently they own property in the same town. I love your videos and don't stop them because of the trolls. T Turtle Boy's followers are in tack mode and are now harassing witnesses. Okay. Well, who, what witnesses are being harassed? I, appre I appreciate it. Kind of disappointing considering I've been on here trying to help people understand when I disagree. I don't even, this. okay. The difference being she rules for the prosecution. I'm just hearing more excuses. The only examples people have shown me are the two motions to quash, which are not motions. Do you have any other specifics? Happy to look at it again. Okay. No, but there's there. I can show you dozens of others, by the way, this has been going on for 18 months now. Somebody says Sean McCabe actually said he was going to bury a person under his aunt Bev's beachfront condo. Don't think there's anything funny about that. <laughs> it's like, you know, people are saying I lost all respect. Once you flipped the script, when Reddington was hired, people don't, please don't deny it. You've been avoiding talking about this case. Okay. Uh, okay. So they don't understand the law. All right, okay. everybody All right. buckle up. because right. you definitely Last one. Let's just made a three part one. Then we'll move on. So the thing about me is that I don't care if people don't like my opinion. I will tell you what my opinion is anyway. And so here it is. I really think that this is kind of a bunch of BS. Oh, okay. I think that um, they have a, the strongest case. As I have said from the very beginning, they have done such an excellent job, the defense, at poking so many holes in the Commonwealth's case that they have, I mean, they really probably have the best defense possible. But what they're, they're trying to convince the Commonwealth and the court and the people that, like, somehow Karen Reed is going to be pronounced innocent. And they know that's not going to happen. I know that's not going to happen. And I think it's like trying to fool the people, to be honest, to to 
expect that that's going to happen. She's not going, nobody's going to say she's innocent except for her defense team and the people who support her. Like that, that is what it is. Nobody's going to be charged with this. Hey, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And no I'm one's going to be charged with it. So question miss attorney, why is there a federal grand jury convened on this then? Why? What do you think they're doing? Do you think they're just doing this because they, they're having a good time? They just like to hold federal grand juries and, and waste their time and resources investigating this? Do you think they're just going to... Do you think the feds are as stupid as Carl Dougal? Do you think that? That they just... They, they, they can't figure out what's going on here? Who killed John O'Keefe? They're just going to let that one go? Ridiculous. Say it, but I'm putting it on the record now like you the case has to go to trial does the judge that you have on this case right now is a lifelong public defender and defender. what we call those <laughs> are true believers okay those are like the truest of the truths of the truth they were like i mean they are they are there for the defendant okay they they, okay so we've been over this normally they are but this is not a normal case she roots for the underdog. Karen Reed is not the underdog anymore. Karen Reed is a huge favorite. The odds of Karen Reed being convicted are like a million to one. There is no chance in hell. Then she, uh, but her whole attitude of here, like, let's just go, take it to trial. Why should we take it to trial? This should be ended right now. This is the fact that it's not being ended the second the Google search came out is a fucking farce. Because we all agree if that Google search is legitimate which it is, then this is over. And the prosecution should not want to pursue this because they wouldn't want to go after an innocent person, would they? Now, this all could have been hashed out at the evidentiary hearing to find out. That was the day we could have found out whether or not this Google search, they contend it's fake. So let's figure that out. If it's real, if it's a real Google search, both parties will agree this is ending right now. If it's not real, then we proceed. So we could figure that out, but they're not. And that's why we have a problem. We don't want to let this go to trial because that is a loss when that happens. She's not going to lose a trial. Everyone knows that, but she has to pay for that. And the time and money that's being wasted on that while the real killers just walk free. That's another thing. There's murderers walking free out there. She's not stupid. She knows who killed. She knows who killed John O'Keefe. She knows it wasn't Karen Reed. So that means someone did it. And that means murderers are walking free. And people should not feel safe in a society where not only are murderers walking free, but the institutions that are supposed to protect us from those murders are protecting the killers. That's a problem. A huge problem. But yeah, let's just, let's just let it go to trial and have a, fo a faux trial where Karen Reed is acquitted and then no one is ever held responsible for John O'Keefe's murder. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds just. Yeah, let's do that. That's what the judge did for her entire career. And then she was pointed to the bench. And now she's a Raj in Norfolk Superior Court. This is a highly respected attorney and judge. And the fact okay, that so this is askizing now. This is like what you say when you might have to potentially uh, argue a case for it. This is a highly respected judge. Highly respected by who? I mean, this is, I've seen lawyers do this all the time. Greg Henning, the same way. That's what you sound like right now. Kiss ass. Because you might have to practice law in front of this woman. And you are kissing 
her ass. She's so highly respected by who? I, I have no respect for her. I don't think anybody following this case has any respect for her. You know who has no respect for her? Who I would bet money has no respect for her? Cindy Chestnut has no respect for her. Go up to Cindy Chestnut's face, I dare you, and tell her that you respect Judge Canoni after the way she disrespected the Chestnut family in the worst way possible by the handling, the mishandling of that trial. Oh, no, but that was good, too. That was fair, too. The way that was handled, just telling the jurors on a Friday, one juror doesn't want to deliberate, so she tells them to go home and then declares a mistrial the next day. That that's that's normal, right? Because you're a lawyer. We're stupid. We don't do we don't practice law. I didn't go to law school. Little do I know that's actually fucking normal. I've never heard that happening before. A juror just telling a judge, I'm not going to deliberate. And the judge being like, okay, mistrial. But you're the expert attorney, and I don't have a TikTok. So I can't really you I, I defer to you on this one. And they She's she ruled in their favor a number of times, but they don't like some of the decisions that they've, they've made. And I see this as a way to know. to do two things. One, to circumvent the decisions that they've received and two, to further sway the court of public opinion. And I don't think they need to do that because the court of public opinion is like completely on their side at this point. There is no world in which Karen Reed is going to be found guilty. I'm sorry. There's no world. She would be found. OK, so there's no world in which she's then why are we going to trial? Like, that's what you should be asking them. Then why are we going to trial at all? If you know that and I know that and everyone knows that, then why are we wasting our time with this? That's the issue. She's just afraid to go. Like, she sees what we all see, and she's just afraid to go to the next logical step on this. That, yeah, maybe there's some corruption here. Maybe. The institutions that you work for, they're corrupt. Not guilty all day. But... To, to kind of create or mishmash, mishmash together facts to make it look like the judge on the case is biased and impartial. Now, listen, if they had some photos or some testimony or an affidavit of someone saying like, yeah, they're friends. They vacation together. They know each other. This person knows that person. You know, they've talked about the behind. First of all, that would mean nothing to this court. if Because you know how I know that would mean nothing? Because we literally have fucking pictures of Michael Proctor with Jennifer McCabe's children. And we have pictures of Michael Proctor with Chris Albert's entire fucking family for like 15 years. We have pictures of all of that shit. And it meant nothing. So she's like, if, maybe if there was pictures of Bev Canoni and Sean McCabe together, that would mean something. If you think, if you had a fucking picture of Bev Canoni and Sean McCabe taking shots of fireball together and then banging Raw Dog on some beach in Centerville, it would mean nothing to these people. Absolutely nothing. Because you know what they would say? That's not me in that photo. That's what Adam Lally said about Michael Proctor. That picture of Michael Proctor, those aren't Jen McCabe's kids. Uh, yes, they, they are. That's just a fact. Those are Gemma Cabe's kids. No, they're not. Well, I guess that's that. <laughs> There's not. Like what? That's different. They're relying on literally dumb Facebook messages from oh, very like, dumb. I mean, Oh yeah. What? 
I don't know if you tell them I'm frustrated, but I'm frustrated with this because I actually think this is like beneath the level of it's beneath them. her defense because oh, I think right. they have done a really good job so far. And I just think this is a bunch of bullshit. And oh, okay. as we say, she doesn't judge around the way, <laughs> like you got a good case. You just got to try the fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You're you, going to win. You just got to try it. Yeah. You just got to try it. You just got to put your, your client through that instead of, you know, trying to get it dismissed or, you know, making sure that you get a judge that's actually fair and unbiased instead of doing that we'll just have yeah just just try it and then get you know get acquitted and then we'll move on and we'll never find out who killed john and that that's normal yeah some like the commenters are great the issue is yes she will be found not guilty but then no one will be held accountable and her response is it happens more often than you think oh that's great news it just, it happens. Okay. Um, like trying to read these comments. Sure. But when the DA takes first, um, at, when the DA asks for something, she gives her answer in five minutes. What about trying to change the dates from the 25th to the 28th? That's a good question. And she says to that, the only reference in the two motions to quash, which weren't DA motions, which are motions you are, what? Okay. All right. Um, show of hands. How many people from mass know that any judge is living down the Cape? I sure do not. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just so wild. Like everybody knows someone who lives in the Cape. Anyway, why won't she just move along in the rotation? Probably would have made it all of this a lot easier. Wouldn't exactly like maybe, maybe you're onto something. So they go to trial. Karen is found not guilty. Does she have a case against anyone or does John's family? Is there a chance for any type of justice? Not in my opinion. Oh, okay. So I guess Alan Jackson and them should just give up. What? Oh, here's a good question. Somebody says, if she's convicted, could they use this as a basis for appeal? Is that what they're trying to do? Yes, that's exactly what they're trying to do. Any pretrial motion denials would be on the table for an appeal. Oh, maybe that's what they're doing then. Yeah, okay. Anyway, again, we invited this woman on. She's welcome to come on and we could talk about this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm always down for a conversation. I don't think anyone should make fun of her for the way she talks or, you know, her glasses or whatever. I think we should debate the merits of her argument. And earlier on, she was arguing pretty strongly that Karen Reed was innocent and that this is an absurd and unjust prosecution. Now it's all of a sudden not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. She'll be quitted and nothing shady going on here because everyone. No, or ha no, apologize. Half the population knows someone who has a house at the Cape. So there's that. Let me read a couple donos here. We got Bob sends $25. Says, you are a local and soon to be national treasure. Oh, thanks, Bob. Please stay safe from these vicious thugs. Remember, they killed a Boston cop. You know what? I was thinking about that today. I'm like, Chris Albert would love to kill me. Like, let's keep it a buck. I don't think he would. I don't think he's got it in him. Colin might have it in him, but 
Uh, Chris Albert would, I mean, how would you feel if you were Chris Albert? Like it is your son, right? It's like your, your flesh and blood, right? You love him no matter what, even though he's a piece of shit, you love him and you're going to protect him at all costs. I get that instinct to protect your son. I believe that Chris Albert was a lot more involved in this than we know, than we believe. I think he was more involved in the cover-up than Brian Albert was. I think Brian Albert's so authoritative that he just commands the respect of all these people and they get on board. And I think that Colin was the main aggressor in this. And so that's why I think that the they had to get Colin out of there. And we know now, we saw the obituary. Check out today's blog. If you didn't see this, do you guys see this obituary? Maybe I should bring this up and not assume that you guys know what I'm talking about. So let me bring up this one. So this is Michael Proctor's grandmother's obituary, Diane Barsamian from 2009. She was 83 years old. And it says down here, Mr. and Mrs. Proctor, Courtney and Michael, we are so sorry for your loss. Our thoughts and prayers are with you all during this difficult time. Julie and Chris Albert, December 21st, 2009. 2009. Uh, have you guys ever written like, uh, 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 you know, passed on condolences to an acquaintance? Somebody you didn't know that well when their grandmother dies, not their mother, their grandmother. Like that's what grandmothers do. They die, unfortunately. And, like I just assume when, when my friends tell me that like my grandmother died or something like that, I'm like, I'm sorry, but it just doesn't sting that much. It's sad, but that's what grandmothers do. They die. And I don't really like, it doesn't, it just doesn't, it's not something like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You tell me your mother dies. It's like, oh shit. I'm sorry, man. Like, that's, that's rough. It's real rough. It's not supposed to happen. Unfortunately, that's what grandparents do. They die when they're 83. It's what they do. So I, I can't imagine a world in which you know somebody not that well and you wish them like, I'm so sorry about your grandmother dying. No, that's the kind of thing that you, you post when you know someone real freaking well. And this is 2009 they post this. So I've always said this. It, like Brian Albert, there's no, like we can't get a smoking gun so far Pub, from what we've shown. We have some other shit from what we've shown um, that Brian Albert and Michael Proctor are directly like buddy, buddy, right? But we do know that Michael Proctor, it says in this obituary, Michael Proctor of Canton. So he has lived in Canton for at least 15 years. It's his home. It's where he's raising his family. And we know that he's been good friends. His family is close with the Alberts. We don't know exactly how that relationship started, but the Chris Albert clan of the family, not the Brian Albert clan, the Chris Albert clan is so close to the Proctors. And Chris 
they'll sell people like, why would Brian Albert and Michael Proctor cover for Brian Albert? Well, maybe he's not really covering for Brian Albert so much as he's covering for Colin Albert. That would make a lot more sense. Because if Colin Albert was the primary aggressor, you know, he's going to like Julie Albert and Chris Albert found out what happened real quickly that night. They had to, he had to tell them what happened. And they immediately, as most parents, well, I don't want to say most parents, but your initial aspect is to, your initial instinct, right, is to protect your kid. So you're going to protect him. And so you have this line to the Proctor family. Luckily, you know a detective on the Massachusetts State Police who is a very close family friend you've been there for them through thick and thin and now it's their turn to be there for you why would of course you're going to make that call of like he'd be neg like of course he's going to make that phone call so i bet like a lot of people think if you're going to get brian albert's phone you're going to get phone calls to michael proctor i don't i'm not convinced you're going to get that i think chris albert is the one who made the call i've always thought that chris albert is the one who made the call to protect his son I don't think they're protecting Brian Albert so much in this whole thing as they're protecting Colin Albert. I think Brian Albert himself is protecting Colin Albert. I think Colin Albert and John O'Keefe got into a fight inside that house, which is why Colin has a black eye, which is why uh, two weeks afterwards, which is why John O'Keefe has um, broken metacarpals on his hand. That's what those are on his hand. He broke his fucking hand. I know what that looks like. That's it. I've done it before. And uh, I think he punched him in the face. He, and the dog and Brian Albert jumped in to protect Colin because he's family. He got that, he's got the fucking Albert crest. Sorry, he's like a made man. You can't fucking touch a made man. Sorry, John O'Keefe, you're a Boston cop, but you're not a made man. You can't be doing that. Keep your hands off, as Monica has said. Keep your hands off. So, uh, yeah, I think that that is where that, I don't know how I went down that rabbit hole, but I think that I, I understand why Chris Albert would want to protect his son. I do. Um, but I think that, but I also think that like your desire to protect your own son, like what I think what I would do for my son, I don't know. Um, but like, I just, I, anything it was the answer, I guess. And so like, I'm actively trying to lock his son up in a box for the rest of his life. When you look at like, if my reporting comes to fruition, that's what will happen is Colin Albert will be in jail probably for the rest of his life. So you can't allow that to happen if you're Chris Albert, right? So like, wouldn't you want to kill me if you were Chris Albert? Wouldn't you want to kill me? Like, doesn't it seem like, like, wouldn't you want to kill me? Like if you were... Okay, let's take a vote in the comments right now. In the serious question, I'm going to put a poll question up, okay, in the comments. Let me do it. If you were Chris Albert, would you want to kill Turtle Boy? Okay. Oh, no. So that's the poll question. If you were chris albert would you want to kill turtle boy because i'll be honest i i probably would want like i'd be like 
I can't actually kill you, but like, it'd be so fucking sweet if you like got ass cancer or something, or, you know, you got hit by like a truck. Like that'd be so fucking convenient if that happened. I'm just saying. And I'm sure he feels the same way about Alan Jackson and Karen Reed. I'm quite sure. What are people saying? Let's check the poll. What's the vote? So yes, 89% of people want to kill me. I don't even think Colin does. I don't even think Colin pays attention to any of this shit. I don't think Colin has any fucking clue how lucky and entitled he is. I think he's too stupid. Remember, this is the guy that thinks Shakespeare is gay. Or like Shakespeare is dumb and like a loser. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's my thought. So I guess I'm not really worried because it takes a lot. I'm way too in the spotlight for them to do something like that. But I'm sure they'd like to. I'm sure if I was like in their house and they were all drunk and I couldn't leave and there was somebody else that could be blamed for my death, I'm sure then they'd do it then. No problem. Yeah, I'm not suicidal. I swear to God. Despite what any of these assholes try to tell you. Okay. Um, he killed John. Well, he didn't kill John. And I don't think they, they intended to kill John. I still don't believe that. So, okay. Um, so that's that turtle chat. Let me read the next one here. Uh, Maureen Flaherty sends $10 on Cash App and says, or Marianne says, um, want to loose my Boston accent after that chick. I mean, I'm not going to shit on her accent. That's not what I'm here to do. But I would I would seriously invite her on to discuss this. Because she likes to talk, obviously. So why not just talk about it with me? Emily Moynihan sends $10 and says, for next chicken parm is on me. Keep up the good work. We won't be getting it from uh, d and &E Pizza. That's for sure. Justin Green sends $25. Says, um, I commend your patience with that dimwit clerk. Well, thank you very much, Justin. I'm more of an asshole clerk. He knew what he was doing. Calling him a dimwit is too much. Uh... And you know where else people are cunts? Fucking Reddit. Can we talk about Reddit for a minute? Why I don't use Reddit? I'm putting this, these cunts up. So check this out. Okay. So somebody makes this long post on Reddit. I'll put the link in the comments. You can check it out. And I fucking hate Reddit. People are like, Reddit's right wing. Reddit's No, Reddit is the biggest left wing pussy echo chamber I've ever seen on the internet. Just a bunch of cowardly, anonymous losers. And they fucking hate Turtle Boy. Even with all this shit. And so somebody writes about, please read. This is in the Boston subreddit. So a big subreddit. Possible corruption actively being hidden from you. And this person called, I don't even know, makes this long post. It gets upvoted 275 times about what's happening with Karen Reed. But because they cite Turtle Boy and our involvement in it, you just got to read these things. You know, uh, let's see. Let's go to the most, the best, the highest rated one. I'm sorry, but what the fuck is Turtle Boy? It's a cesspool. He writes and attacks pieces, doxing and harassing people for being social justice warriors and six is swarm of alt-right followers on them. Calling him a journalist is like calling a crack whore a professional athlete. So says 
subtly spells badly. Figured this. My far right relative sends me crap from him. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, I used to have a friend who fell down the alt-right pipeline who would send me crap from this guy. And he has since been blocked. I mean, this is like he's a neo-fascist piece of shit who doxes people, who sends hate groups after them, then hides in his basement when the same thing happens to him. Oh, I hide from no one, Mr. Kregels of Doom. Kregels of Doom. <laughs> it's just like, you got to read them on here. You're like, holy shit. Like, even if you hate me, this whole covering of this case is undeniably like we're all over this one. We got it. Like we're in talks with some big fucking people with this. It's been a career changing and defining story for me. Um, and if you can't give me this one, I don't know what to tell you. I like you, you're just hate. And like that platform Reddit is just filled with them. Like, and that's why I don't fuck with Reddit. Cause it's a bunch it, too anonymous, too many anonymous pussies. That's why I like Facebook quite frankly, is Facebook has the least amount of anonymity. Yeah, there's a lot of fake names on there and shit like that. I would say on Facebook, like 90% of the people use their real name probably. So, or at least like some version of their name, like, you know, Christina Marie, a lot of the women do the middle name thing. Um, but, uh, you, know, you know, people, you know who you are on Facebook, usually. Reddit, like, I, I don't know who any of those fucking people are, but I could, I could probably tell you what they look like. I could probably tell you what they look like. So there, there's that. Um, so uh, tomorrow I'm going to be working on, uh, I'm going to be finishing up the story that I've been working on. I had a thing today. So uh, I apologize for the lack of content. Um, my brother's family, all my, I'm the oldest of seven. And so everyone's in town for the week. It's like the one week, the whole family's here. So uh, we're, we had, we had like a sports camp at my house today. So all the cousins and shit come over. And so I was really busy with that doing like a sports camp outside. So I did what I could today, but, but the next one I'm doing is like a response to, um, what you call it? A, uh, a response to, or a, a blog about the motion to oppose the gag. And it's really interesting. The, that the Adam Lally, the case law that he cited, in his motion to gag uh, was something called, what the hell was this case called? Gentilly versus State Bar of Nevada. And he's like, you can gag the defense because I found this case from 1991. It's a Supreme Court decision, except he cited the dissenting opinion over and over again. And I, I want to, I got a quick video here. I want to show you about this, about that case. Cause I've been reading a lot about that case today. And Figuring, like, I want to know all about that case because Adam Lally is using that to try to gag the defense. So I want to learn more about it because that's what you do. Let me play this video. Criminal defense lawyers talk to the press about high-profile cases all the time. But states have professional disciplinary rules that limit what they can and can't say. The constitutionality of one such rule was at issue in the 1991 case, Gentile versus State Bar of Nevada. Criminal defense lawyer Dominic P. Gentile represented Grady Sanders, a well-known Las Vegas businessman accused of stealing $300,000 worth of drugs and money during a police sting operation. On the day Sanders was indicted, or formally charged, 
Gentile held the first and only press conference of his career. He maintained his client's innocence and implicated a police detective as the guilty party. Six months later, a jury acquitted Sanders of all charges. Ten months after the press conference, the Southern Nevada Disciplinary Board of the State Bar filed a disciplinary action against Gentile, alleging a violation of Nevada Supreme Court Rule 177. That rule prohibited lawyers involved in pending litigation from making statements to the press that the lawyer knows or reasonably should know will have a substantial likelihood of materially prejudicing the proceeding. Rule 177 listed a number of statements that would violate the ethical obligations of the rule. The rule also contained a safe harbor provision, which stated that notwithstanding the rule's other provisions, a lawyer may comment without elaboration on the general nature of a claim or... So Nevada's got a, a rule for lawyers here, right? And said so you can't... There's certain limits on speech that you can't talk about, right? Because it might poison a jury pool. And so this guy, Gentile, he's representing this client who, by the way, was acquitted. And he did something very similar to what Alan Jackson did. He would, would hold press conferences where he would blame the police who actually did the crime, as it turns out, and accuse them of being involved in a cover-up and say that his client is just the fall guy and his client was acquitted. And then after the client was acquitted, then the Nevada Bar Association charged him with violating this rule. And, uh, you know, it's arguable whether or not he actually violated the rule, but that's not the issue here. The issue here is whether or not that rule was constitutional. So they challenge it. So they ruled against him and then they bring it to the Nevada. I'll show you what happens. Defense. Following a hearing, the disciplinary board found that Gentile violated Rule 177 and recommended a private reprimand. Gentile appealed to the Nevada Supreme Court, which affirmed. The United States Supreme Court granted cert. So it just stops there for some reason. But what? So the Nevada Supreme Court ruled against him too. And so you appeal to the next court. And if they have time and they get to pick and choose what cases they take, they're going to take it. And the Supreme Court in this country is like undefeated on the issue of free speech. It's the one issue where they almost always agree. And this is a court. This is 1991. And this is before this is right before Clarence Thomas got on the court. So like it was uh, the judge that he cites is Chief Justice Rehnquist, who is a liberal. And he was one of four dissenters. It was actually a five to four decision. The four people that were against it were uh, Rehnquist was one. And so like the anti-free speech, right? What we call them. Rehnquist was one. Uh, Souter was another. He was another liberal. Then there was, um, I believe Scalia was uh, the third one. And then the fourth one was Byron White who was just about to retire. Byron Wade had been on since the Roe versus Wade days. He was one of the two dissenters in Roe versus Wade. So those four, so he cited them. He cited the losing. And you don't do that. You don't cite, lawyers know you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. So he violated his own court rules by even citing a dissenting opinion and thought that they would pull a fast one on the judge. And so they look into this like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You cited the dissenting opinion? 
this got overruled. <laughs> so this got overruled and case law was established because it's a big deal. You can't tell a lawyer that you can't talk about this. So this is a huge fucking deal. And so if she gags at um, AJ Allen Jackson, and we're talking about this could go like he can, they can appeal this. They will appeal this and it'll go to the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court. And who knows how they'll appeal. It doesn't really matter how they, if they rule in his favor, great. If they overrule Canoni, great. If they don't, then we can bring it to the Supreme Court. You don't think they can bring this to the Supreme Court? They absolutely can. And is that how Justice Canoni wants to go down? Like, seriously. Like, what is she doing? Rehnquist and... Rehnquist was not liberal? Let me... I thought... Let me see. Chief Justice Rehnquist. I know, obviously, Scalia is not. Liberal or conservative. Let's see. Oh, you strongly conservative. I apologize. So I got that one wrong. But Souter was definitely a liberal. I think Byron White, I'm pretty sure, is conservative. But liberals were traditionally better with speech issues. So Anthony Kennedy penned the majority decision. Uh, I'm trying to think who else would have been on that majority. Sandra Day O'Connor would have been on that majority with them. Um, I can't even remember. That, that was before Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So, yes. So, Rank uh, Souter was appointed by HW. Yeah, HW uh, appointed uh, him and Clarence Thomas. He can't win them all. So, one great one and, and one not so great. Anyway, um, so, okay, so I got that one wrong. See, I can admit defeat. So, so, that's interesting. That's very interesting that they cited the losing opinion. And Kennedy and O'Connor were like moderates on the court for a long time. So that's what their claim to fame was. Who replaced O'Connor? Was it another woman? I forget. She was somewhat recent stepping down. Was it Roberts that replaced her? I forget. Somebody replaced her. Anyway. Um, all right. Anyway, so there's that. Okay. Anyone else have any questions they want to talk about? Let me take any questions. I got another turtle chat here from Steven. Sends the way Chris is acting out in public shows it's starting to crack and become unhinged. If there was innocence, he wouldn't acknowledge it. As a public elected official, he doesn't realize it's not a good look and dampens his chances. He knows his son is involved. Of course, you're absolutely right. Everything he said is 1,000% true. 1,000% true. O'Connor was not a conservative. Stop it. She was appointed by a conservative. But she was definitely a moderate. That was her thing. You can't just bring a case to the Supreme Court. They have to accept. I'm well aware. I'm well aware of it. But you don't think that's the kind of case that they would accept? They accepted the Gentile case. Why wouldn't they accept this one? Yes, I got the. I, I think we got the can't ones. I think we're good on that. Thank you. Anyone else have any other questions they want to ask? Do they get any cash apps? Seven Pounder says, hi, Sean McCabe. Fuck your mullet. Peace, turtle boy. Absolutely. Is the prosecution still trying to get on? I mean, that's still on the table. That's still on the table. I don't know what she's trying to do. 
Think of how bad that'll look if she does that. It's my understanding that she has paid them. So, like, what like what happens then? She's paid in full, and they're basically working for free now because they've. If she paid them a flat rate, which I assume she did, she's not. No fucking way is she paying them hourly. I looked up Alan Jackson's hourly rates. You know what his hourly rate is? Take a guess. Just take a guess in the comments. What do you guys think Alan Jackson's hourly rate is? Yeah, pretty close. It was about eighteen fifty an hour. So eighteen fifty for him. And Liza Little, I believe, is like twelve or thirteen hundred dollars an hour. So that's like the two of them combined are three thousand dollars an hour for those two. Plus David Yanetti, plus Ian Henchy. So there's no fucking way she's you know how long that motion, that whole thing, you know how long that took? How many hours went into that? There's no way she's being billed hourly. She must be playing, you know, she must be paying them a, a flat fee. So if that's the case, then that means she's paid in full, right? So what the judge would effectively be doing then is taking away her attorney who she's already paid for. And then she has to get who at this point she's, and I, I, I say working for free, but you know, she still has to pay for him to come out here and stuff like that. Then she would have to get a new attorney and start over. And that guy's not going to work for free or that gal. And what happens if she just disqualifies them? Because they're too effective. And and what, what attorney would ever want to speak truth to power anymore, knowing that this judge might just kick them out. So there's that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm you, if you think that this is being paid hourly, then we're in the millions of dollars already. Millions. No fucking way. How many hours that they've put? They've been on this for over a year, dude. Over a year. All right. Um, I hope they meet the $250,000 for attorney's fees. And then some. I mean, I'm that's what I would guess. I would guess... That Cameron Reed has paid about half a million dollars. That would be my guess. But again, I don't know. I do know, like, I'm assuming that, like, every time she they fly out here, she's paying for that. I'm sure that's part of their agreement. Uh, Amiri King update. Here's the update. He's a bitch, and he's hiding from me. That's the update. He doesn't want none of this smoke. He tapped out. He officially tapped out. He's white trash. I proved that, and on to the next one. I'm done with him. I gave him a chance to meet me in Kentucky. He ducked out. Do you think they keep going forward because there's a pile at the end? Keep going forward where? Bang, bang. No, he's literally not responded at all to me. Like... Talked all the because he was just thinking, like, oh, I'll talk all this game, and this guy won't, he'll think I'm crazy and he won't fuck with me. I'm kind of crazy too. Let's dance. 
And then he's like, ah, shit. Didn't expect that. Then he didn't know what to do. Checkmate. No, I don't have any court updates or anything like that. Um, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we're going to meet at, I'll, I'll have the exact place we're going to meet. We're going to meet at noon. Probably at the district attorney's office in Canton, but I, I might meet in Norwood. I'll, 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 I'll have, I'll make an announcement tomorrow or Saturday or, or, or Thursday about that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not wasting time. Again, he had his chance. It's over and he's a waste of time. That's what he is. Even, oh, even got the W from Trollhomeo. Wow. There we go. For whatever that's worth. For whatever that's worth. All right. Yeah, Kendra does have court tomorrow. I'm going to try to get to that. I got to wake up early and drive to Boston for her hearing, uh, which is supposed to be in West Roxbury District Courthouse. We'll see what happens. You can be a clerk of court. I did not know that. But I think he, he was an attorney before that, Jim McDermott. So. David says, Brett wants to fight me when I come to mass. I mean, what's he going to take a skateboard down there? Oh, no, Brett. Is Brett still, oh, he's still alive. Oh, God. Nobody cares about stupid Bert. Yeah. Oh, hey, Brett. Oh, yeah, still talking about me? Shocking. All right. Anybody else? Uh, I, I would hope she'd be rich and she deserves to be. The shit she's been through. The Janetti Hall of Justice. Yes, that's correct. Oh, Janetti's here. He tried calling me during the show the other night. Janetti, call me right now. You guys want to hear from Janetti? Call me, Janetti. Give me a call. Let's talk right now. Now's your chance. This is when we can have Janetti time. As you can, after the show's a little bit dying down, we still got like 1,300 people on here. Free, feel free to call up. I love when I sent. See, that's back when I was anonymous. If I could do that again today, I would just go get it. But I was anonymous back then, so how could I go get it? You know, I did win an award. People like so the award-winning journalist thing. A lot of people ask me that, like, what awards did you win? Okay, first of all, it's it's at this point, it's like it it is. I did win awards, but this time I'm at this point I'm just saying it because I know it triggers you, and it's like yeah, I didn't like win a Pulitzer or anything. I won the Worcester Magazine three years in a row. 2015, I won the best blogger, best local blogger. That was a category they had. And that was like the Reader's Choice Award. So people, the people voted on that. Not me. The people voted on that. But how many blogs do you really have to compete with in Worcester County? So then the next year, they got rid of that category because I won it. They didn't want me to win it anymore. So in 2016... Everybody voted for me for best media outlet. And I won that. And then the year after that, I won it again in 2017. And then they stopped doing it. <laughs> I shut down the whole award. So I won best media, but they had this like fancy thing where for the awards. Oh God, I wish I could have gone to, I should have gone to those said, fuck it. But you know, if I could do it again, I would never be anonymous at all in this whole thing. But I was anonymous for, for quite some time. 
We want Giannetti, exactly. What is the court date for? It's for these motions. So if you hear these motions about the motion to gag and not all other shit. No, I, I can't be gagged. No. How's Aiden's baby? I don't have any babies. I don't think I do. So it's uh it's supposed to be a nine. This stuff makes me sick. I know Giannetti would lighten the mood. I'd like to hear what he has to say about this. Did he recover from his gunshot wound? I don't know. The real ones, no. Three years in a row. You're absolutely right about that. The real ones. Did I see that I sent you Brian Higgins as a house? Yeah, but I don't know what that proves. So at this point, I just say award-winning journalist because I just like the I just like the sound of it. And I did technically, I'm not lying. I won those, I did win those three awards. I got him hanging in my office. Brett said you sent him to pick up the trophy. Oh, so he won all. Oh, of course he did. Yeah, he's really important. Really important guy. They can't compete when they don't compare. They just steal your shit. Yeah, that, that tends to happen. All these people crying about it on Reddit. Oh, boo-hoo. But you know what? The fact that there's a gigantic Reddit thread just talking about me, what they don't realize is I that's a W. That's a W. You're all sitting there, all you losers, and you know who I am. And you're talk, you're spending time of your day talking about me. You're really upset that I'm effective and you're mad about it. And you're talking about it on Reddit and you're saying he's bad. He's a bad journalist. But guess what? I don't the mere fact that you're talking about me at all is a W for me. Okay. That's all that matters. Keep my name in your mouth. That's what I want you to do. I want the supporters to do it. I want the haters to do it. Keep on talking. Keep on talking. Please update about Monica. She's, she's in trouble. Actually. Uh, you might've seen over the weekend, she got in a little trouble. She, um, is in very, she almost violated her probation because she is spending her dad's money, which she's not allowed to do. They found out. My little girl, you said she was oh not sick. She was she's eight. So she's uh she was sitting upstairs on the couch and she's like she just didn't want to be alone. I'm like, she's gonna be home in five minutes, you'll be good. I'm like, you can come down here and sit down here and watch me on the show. Um, but she's cool, she's fine. Yeah, no call from Giannetti. That's too bad. And when Jeremy Renner plays you in a movie, maybe they'll put some respect on the name. Yeah, absolutely right. Me and my boy, Jeremy Renner. I don't, I don't, I don't look, nobody thinks I look like him, do they? I've never, I've never been told that. I get Pete Manning sometimes. Sean Penn in the earlier years. I got that sometimes. Nobody's mad as Trollhole Omeo, also known as Brian Riccio. I believe that's Brian Riccio that's been established now. Yeah. 1.3 thousand people here must be doing some right absolutely bert needs to eat a sandwich well he's got no he needs you to give him 30 dollars for the sandwich he needs to give him a 30 dollars that's a good point 
If you if you think about Turtle Boy, you are a Turtle Rider. That's a bring, good point. I bring up Turtle Boy at work and people... Yeah, that's the thing. You bring up Turtle Boy in, in the real world, people like it. It's like That's why it's like Reddit is not the real world. Reddit is a fake platform that doesn't accurately represent the population at all. <laughs> the average fan listens for 30. The average hater listens for 56. You're goddamn right. They don't miss a thing I do. They don't miss a thing I do. They'll, they love this thing where I was at the, I was coming out of the gym and I had like an E6 shirt on and I'm sitting in the car. I did a live stream from my car and I, I, I go to the stream and I'm like, I got a snot rocket coming out of my nose. I'm like, fuck, it's going to be one. So I either have two choices. I can either go through the whole thing in which they're like, oh, he's a cokehead or I can blow my fucking nose. And so I bent over to blow my nose because I don't want to do it like in the camera. And you actually see a tissue, me holding the tissue. And I go, like you can hear me sniffing and uh, I blow it all out. And then I'm like, oh, and they're like, they play that all the time. Like he's a coke. Yeah, that's what I did. I did cocaine in the Planet Fitness parking lot while I was live streaming. I'm just that addicted to coke. I can't help it. I mean, that's how pathetic they are. That's how pathetic they are. But yeah, have some fun with that. Have some fun. Sure. I'm a cokehead. Sure. Um, thoughts on the Pats losing out to D hop. I, mean, I have the, the Felger take on this and like, just like the contrarian take. It's just like, dude, if Belichick, I think Belichick has an ego problem. It's like, you're not the same Patriots. You were four years ago with Tom Brady. You can't just expect that people like D hop are going to come here for less money because they want to do it the Patriot way. It's not the way it's going to go. He went to the freaking one team where like receivers go to die. Tennessee. Horrible. So bad, bad, bad. They should have paid. You do look like him and he is amazing. Really? Oh, well, thank you very much, Alex. Very kind of you. No, he really is. Somebody figured that out. That was figured out. He, he was, he was logged into the wrong account. We know it because somebody was like saying something about Bitchio and then the troll homeo account responded and was like responded as if they were Brian. And it's like, Oh dude, you're boomer move. You forgot to log out of the account. And they got, they deleted it. They got screenshots of it. Um, and it made sense because troll homeo is a huge liberal. So, you know, it's not like crusty panties or, uh, you know, uh, dump truck or any of those people, because it's like, what, why are you so political? And it's just like, oh, it's Richio. He's got a bunch of fake accounts. So that's, that's clearly him. He just commented. He's calling. He might think that he's calling, but he's not actually, oh, he is calling. Hey, Janetti. You there? He hung up. So you don't want to make no call to nobody. I'm going to give you a chance to He hung up. He called me on Instagram of all places. Instagram. Come on, Janetti. Hold on. How do I see the messages? Am I in the wrong account? In the wrong account. I switch out. Uh, 
Okay, he's calling again. Gianetti. What's up? What are you doing? Why are you live and then still on the camera? Why am I live on the camera? You're on live and then you're here. Okay. So what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, hold on. Let me let me change my audio setting. Okay. So uh, how how are you? What have you been up to these days? You know what I've been up to. What do you tell me? I don't know what you. I I don't follow you. Yeah, you do follow me. What do you mean I follow? You? I don't follow you. You got all my shit on your intro. That's all new stuff. That's not new stuff. That's old stuff. Yes, it is. The polo coat's new. The what? The polo coat in the fucking video is brand new. I got the tag. Okay. So did you really get shot? Did you get shot? I got shot at. Who shot you? The police shot at the vehicle when I was parked. Why? I, I, I can't get nothing until I invest. He, he's on leave with pay, and I can't even do nothing until the DA decides to do something. They're covering everything up. They're oh, fucking. of course they are. So how's your arm doing? Is your arm still hurting from that incident a couple of years ago? No. I had surgery on my arm, and I told you that. Okay, how's my how's my transgender baby doing? My son isn't transgender. Well, she is, but go ahead. And and my daughter. So, um, but how how's she doing? You're just a fucking idiot. You know that? Yeah, I, you don't sound like your normal self today. No, I'm not normal. I almost got my fucking brains blown out. I've been fucking pretty bad lately. Oh yeah. So you're not yeah. high or anything right now? You're not on crack? No, I'm not on crack. Okay, what are you are you following the um Karen Reed case? Do you guys have any questions for Janetti? Feel free to fire away. The Karen Reed case, my my case is is worth 10 times that. Your case is worth 10 times what Karen Reed's case. What is your case exactly? The club the club try club shot at me while I was parked and they're covering it up. A red light, so that's why I got shot at. Who's the cop? They don't won't give me his name. But then how do you know he's on leave? Because I talked to the firearms internal experience or whatever. Whenever you shoot somebody or shoot them, they take your firearm and put you on leave. Okay, so what do you think of the Canton story? I haven't really looked up into the Canton story. You don't, don't but I, I thought you like to learn about corruption. No, because every time I give you something with corruption, you just laugh at me and play games. You sound way too sober right now. What's going on? Dude, I listen, what's the corruption with Karen Reed? Yeah, so I this so this innocent this woman was accused of killing her boyfriend with her car, uh, who's a Boston police officer named John O'Keefe. They said she ran him over. But as it yeah. turns out, it was actually murdered by uh, at the house of a, a Boston police sergeant named Brian Albert, who arrested you, I believe, on Boston's Finest. Remember when you got arrested on Boston's Finest? No, that guy's dead. He shot himself. Oh, no, that was that was John O'Keefe's... Was that John O'Keefe's former partner? There's some connection there. But no, Brian Albert was on that show, too. There's a woman, there's a woman Spanish, and then the guy that was there, he killed himself. Okay, so... So you got arrested anyway. And I, didn't get, I didn't get arrested on Boston's finest. They didn't find nothing. What'd they do to you? They just searched the car. And then when I went to a Milton, they had a dog uh, search the car for a gun. And the dog hit on a blow dryer. Okay. 
can you do a freestyle rap for us? What do you mean, can I do a freestyle? I, I, I just did a new song about the whole shoot. Okay, can we hear it? Let's hear your freestyle rap. No, you, you have it. You're going to put the beat and then you put it on mute and you do all that other bullshit. I'm not doing nothing. I just, you do it right now. You play a beat in your background. Let's hear it. Uh, I have to get in, the, I have to go in the house and put it on. Snipe on the roof. You want me to play Snipe on the roof? Well, all of your songs incorporate Snipe on the roof somehow into it. No, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? No, I have a new person I'm going after now. Who? Who's that? I'm going to get that fucking cop. He's going to do some time for that shit. He almost blew my fucking head off. Remember when you took me? Remember, it's been almost two years since you took me to court because you said you were scared of me. You remember that? No, I have. I sent, I sent you and you cover. I, I got the piece of paper right now saying, do not put my son's picture on social media and give me back my music. Would you like Wait, me to? Wait, you think I took your music? The paper wasn't a restraining on it regularly. It was for you to stop putting my son on YouTube. You know I put it out there and you fucking kept, whoever you got a wit kept fucking editing my shit. I have it in my fucking pictures. So don't make me post it and then make you look stupid. Wait, was no please. One, no one was afraid of you. Dude. Nobody's afraid. You, of you said you were afraid of me. That's why you tried to get an order on me. No, the restraining order says to stop putting my son on fucking. There was no restraining order. You never got a restraining order on me. It wasn't a restraining order. It was the only way I could get you to stop putting my son on fucking your show. Wait, but there was no order. You never got anything on me. You tried to get. You tried to go to the upper court and get it scratched off your record. You lost. You told everybody you didn't, but you. There was nothing on my record because you lost to me. No, it's always on your record. It's just dismissed. No, I was never. You have to be charged with something to get dismissed. No, I got them on mine fucking for the rest of my life. So, I I beat them okay, so true or false? Down. True or false? Did you or did you not file to try to get a harassment prevention order on me? Yes. Okay. Did you win? Did I win? No. So you tried to get an order on me and lost. You got freedom of speech. I do. I do have freedom of speech. So you and lost. You should have won. won. But the point I was should've. I wanted you to take I wanted you to take my son off your intro and I wanted you to stop fucking with my family. Your son was never on our intro. Yes, it was. I had pictures of you putting my son on there. You took him down. You put your own son on when you we we live streamed you your house. You barged into oh, the room you and had, put your son. You had a picture with my girlfriend holding my kid, bro. The I mean the girl the, the girl you groomed. You groomed. Her. The girl I groomed. How how long have you known her? How old were you? Dude, how how old was she when you first met her? Dude, why don't you talk? You you, you don't get this song. Did you just song court? What? You're breaking up. Yeah, so what? You're in court for the same shit with a girl that you beat because she didn't show up. You acted like you got a big press conference or something. She didn't show up. You were messaging a 16 year old girl. Do you want me to stop? Remember when you, bro, remember when you cried to the judge and you're like, he's, Your Honor, he said justice for Lisa. No, I didn't say justice for Lisa. No, you cried. You cried about that. Lisa's been dead since 2000. Yeah, I know you killed her. You killed Lisa. I didn't kill her. She I got didn't did, kill her. did she or did she not die when she was with you? 
Yes, she died of never. Okay, so she did die with you. And we, did she, we, was we, she we, or was she not on drugs? They took, they took a urinalysis and she had no drugs in her system. They took a night. urinalysis of a dead girl. They made the dead girl pee. They took pee off. Yeah. Okay. And they there was no drugs in her system. Well, I definitely think you're Okay, have you, did you or did you not admit that you put it your dick inside a girl who said she didn't want to have sex with you? You took her name out. I said that Lisa used to tee me and say no, that she didn't want to screw me around on friendship. So you took Lisa's name out and you edited what you edited and you left Lisa's name out. So of course I can't rape and kill her. So you kept Lisa's name out. Every time I put it on Facebook, you got it taken down or your people got it taken down. So stop it. Did you or did you not say that she looked good in short shorts and that she said, yeah. and that you said, and that you said, you know how the girls, girls like to play and that you no, threw it in you're it. Talking about two, you're talking about two different conversations, bro. You edit it. You edit stuff, bro. And you know you do. You got me going there saying I like homosexuals. Everybody knows you edit shit, Aiden. Dude, you don't get subscribers. I got 16. You said that girls like to play like that, as Clean Urine Stash says. Have you seen, do you follow Clean Urine Stash on YouTube? He's breaking up again. He's breaking up. 20,000 subscribers and you've had it for three years. 20,000. What? Okay. That, that makes you an award-winning what? I am an award. You're saying I'm not an award-winning journalist? You're still watching my show. Dude, you, 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 had, you, you had molested your student and you're in fucking court with another girl and another woman. You ratted out a state police girl you were banging and you take fucking news clips from other fucking news outlets and you run with it. Can you guys okay. hear him? You're a liar. You, if you didn't edit stuff and be a creep, you might be pretty good, but you edit shit. Who puts on that? I like homosexuals. Everybody knows that I don't like homosexuals. So you look stupid in that intro. All you've done is make me fucking more famous and you lesser famous. Because I proved that you fucking got arrested as a woman. I proved that you had two social security numbers. I proved that you fucking lived in, uh, in another place and were fucking in federal form. And I proved all that. Every time you took it down, at least 500 people seen it. And I had another one. You didn't even know I was doing TikTok for three years. Thousands of people seen that. I have over 400,000 views just in TikTok alone, not including all my alter ego raps. I, I get out to more people than you ever will. And that's a fact. Okay, so people want to know. Um, people want to know what? Will you do cameos? Will you do cameo freestyle raps if people like and roast someone if people give you money for crack? I don't. I don't listen to me. Okay. I don't have to roast anybody for anything. Listen to me. People want to give you money to make cameo videos of you roasting people of their choice. Would you do that? Somebody's give, offering $100 right now if you make her a personal video of you roasting someone. I didn't listen to... Think of all the crack rock you could buy with that. I don't I don't do crack. Oh, stop. All right. 
Well, not right I'm now. You're not doing it. I'm a, I'm a recovering addict, bro. Yeah, because you ran out of money. You're not a recovering addict if you just can't I, buy it. I run out of money. I, I just got. I'm trying. I just put te- put pictures of my new car on there. I had a Tesla, and then I have a fucking 2023. What are you talking about? Real I talk. Have, have you ever have sold crack to a woman I, named? I, Ju- have you ever sold crack to a woman named Julia Mejia? I don't know no one named Julia Mejia. If I did, I would tell you. Okay, you would tell me if she bought crack from you. Of course I would. Okay. I don't. I haven't sold crack in probably like 10, 15 years. Okay, so who do you think she would have bought crack from? Who's like the number one crack dealer? I don't, I don't know who she is, bro. Okay, okay. So you stop. So back to your girlfriend, though. So how old was your girlfriend when you met her? I already told you this story, okay? How old was she? I already told you this it's story. It's a number. She, it's a she number. She moved in when I was with Rebecca. Remember Rebecca when she checked you and said, my mother's a lawyer and I'll sue the shit out of you? She lived with my girlfriend and me. How old is she? she? had nowhere to go. How old is she? 18, at 18 Oh, years old. please. We got pictures of her, you and her together when she was 14. Yeah, and to, who I was her to, mother? I went to I went to school with her mother. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. You didn't go to school with her mother. You banged her mother. You you were dating no, her mother. I just, sleep, I just slept with her and got Okay, so you were dating your girlfriend's mother at the time. No, I was never dating. I was just banging. Okay, so you were banging your banging. girlfriend's mother at the time, and then she aged out, and she started dating Joe Amoroso, baby no. Bell Bellabon's baby sperm donor. She left Listen. you for him. And then you took Listen, the younger, her daughter, right? When she, DCF wouldn't let her stay at her grandmother's no more. She came to move in with me at 17. And I had a girlfriend that lived with me. So now we're down me, to 17. Me and Caitlin only slept together maybe three times. You and Caitlin, and your girlfriend. My son with her. Yeah. How could I sleep with her with a fucking crazy mother right there? If you're saying that that's what I was doing. She fucking helped me out when I was on the run. So when I got my money, I got an apartment. Caitlin, me, Caitlin was always with the grandmother, okay? And I got to know Caitlin. So when Courtney beat her up and DCF took her, she went to her grandmother's. Then her grandmother's an elderly home. So when she turned 18, she had nowhere to go and no friends. So you took her in. So, so I took her in with my girlfriend. That sounds like the definition of grooming, like being no, with her until they turn 18 grooming. and then you bang no, them. That's the like the, you just grooming. defined grooming. No, it isn't the definition of grooming, bro, because we, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that type of relationship with her. Where was grooming. You have a kid with her. Well, you had a kid with her. Now I have the kid, but go ahead. Dude, I was sleeping with fucking five, six girls, beautiful girls that you couldn't even touch, bro. But dude, it doesn't count if you're feeding them crack. I wasn't feeding him. Oh, crack. of course you are. You have you ever banged a woman that you didn't feed him crack? My mother used to get high with an idiot. They were in court together. They fucking she turned locked up and Caitlin OD. They got to get high together. But I suppose they put into a home for four months, idiot. Somebody says a, a woman named Alex. A woman named Alex says, I will cash up Gianetti. $50 right now if he drops a freestyle on how much he hates Turtle Boy if you have Cash App. Do you have Cash App? I, I think I have Cash App. I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. Why? Why? <laughs> what do you mean I'll roast you? You want me to put a beat on and roast you? Well, she wants you to. She wants to pay you $50 on Cash App 
if you drop a freestyle on how much you hate Turtle Boy? First of all, she ain't gonna fucking pay me shit. I'm not stupid. But if you want me to do a beat and roast you on something new, I'll be happy. Yes, do it. Get the all beat right. going. Have, all right, you need to wait and I have to go in and get the other phone. Okay, go get the other phone and then roast me. We'll be right here. We'll be... All right. Are you in are you in Georgetown right now with your father and Caitlin and the baby? None of your business. Oh god. The baby's awake. It's eleven forty. I just heard the baby. You didn't hear no baby. That's who you hacked into my shit. I hacked into your shit. I just heard a fucking child. I hear him right there. Hear her. That's a kid screaming. Dude, how are you listening in to my fucking family shit? You, you are a creep, bro. The microphone picks it up. How are, you, how are you hearing that? What's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong? I hear the child running around at 1140. Hello? <laughs> Why is the kid awake? He's such a loser. What a way to end the night, huh? We needed a Genetti one. I don't know. We like I don't know. He just turned his camera off. I think he thinks we all heard that child running around, right? That was my transgender son. I know it. What is happening to that baby? Oh, he ended, he hung up. So no fifty dollars for Genetti tonight. Maybe another night. He had his chance. He had his chance. Okay, anyone else have any questions? Snipe on the roof. <laughs> Don't worry about how she was when I banged her. That's not a kid screaming, dog. I'm a smoke a blunt the size of a log. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Uh, I don't want to miss any cash. Uh, okay. All right. Um, he Yeah, he's. if you're new here, Giannetti is a classic. He's this crackhead from Hyde Park. He calls himself... The Selfie King, King GSD, uh, the Meth Mongoose. He is uh, just one of the most degenerate people you'll ever see, but he's hilarious. Fucking unintentionally hilarious. And he, he gives us some good content sometimes, but he calls all the time, like when I don't want to talk to him. And now's the kind of time where I wouldn't mind talking to him. All right. Anyone else have any questions? Take his child out of revenge. Make him a transgender baby. Yeah, I should. I've already been accused of that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Chrissy Y one. I forgot about that. I'll look into that. Anyway. All right, guys. We will call it a night from here on out. Thank you guys for joining the broadcast. And uh, we will see you guys uh, for Turtle Club on Thursday night. We'll see everyone else uh, at the Rolling Rally uh, Saturday and for the live show on Saturday night. Peace, Turtle Riders. <laughs>